Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Frank Lombardo Show. This is brought to you by WLBC Radio. All right, guys, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you anymore because you know what? You should have done it already. Get rid of the apps. It's time to stop paying for music and switch to WLBC Radio. They got 45 different stations across the country. Some of the stations are commercial free. So therefore, why even pay you know, for music, when you can just listen to a station that is absolutely free. And the best part is, it's available on Apple and Android phones. This is something that you don't want to miss. Please take advantage of it. Because after that, at some point, if it does, if it does cost money, then that's on you for missing out. Because you know what? Once you're in, you're in. So it's available on Apple and Android phones, WLBC Radio. This is also brought to you by the Sweet Oasis. Grand opening is going to be on Tuesday. He's got over 60 different flavors. That's right. I said 6-0. You're thinking to yourself, what the hell? How am I supposed to choose? Well, guess what? You can choose whatever you want. You can get half and half. You can even get quarters, but don't get quarters because you know what? That's just a pain for the employee. I used to be one of those guys. Don't get quarters. Just get half and half or just pick one or pick three, whatever you want to do. But guess what? Get your sweet tooth at the Sweet Oasis, located at 7549 West Montrose in Norwich, Illinois. My guest today is a very good friend of mine. Not only does he day trade in the morning, maybe, you know, hits the gym, gets a little sleep, but then he manages the restaurant at night at Joe and Giuseppe's. They got great, great seafood, great pasta and overall great dishes it feels like when you walk into the place your family because you know what that's what restaurants should make you feel all about so you know what i love this man so much give it up for my man geo perfect all right and after that that could just adjust it so but um what was i gonna say yeah, dude, I would never take. Someone ever offered me a twenty four percent interest loan? Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, and, and also the key to this thing is we gotta be loud. Like, you gotta be loud. Yeah, loud. Like, so like talk like this. Yeah, or? it can be like this or it can be like whatever, just loud. Loud. Okay. Yeah. So, um, let me know when we start. Yeah, no, no, we're good. We're good. We're live. Okay. We're live. So, um, dude, it, it's good to have you. Um, I'm. I've been. I've, I've been waiting for this day because I never really met someone who's been like so interested in learning about the financial, you know, market, the economy and you know learn more about the future cuz I just did this in school, right. you know, and and you learn you probably learned the bare minimum. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I mean, when did you get started and and how did you, you you know, like grew such a big passion for it? Yeah, so um I heard about investing, you know, all throughout my life. And then didn't really get big into it until about high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took an e- uh, economics class my senior year of high school. And my professor was, re- he was really big into trading. Okay. Um, and he would tell me he would trade during his free periods. And um, it all started one day at my senior year of uh, high school. I stayed in for his free period because it was also mine as well. Okay. And I just watched him trade. And he was showing me, you know, his, his, the platform he used and everything. And he was telling me things to look for. He was showing me, you know, um, you know why he buys certain ones, why he doesn't. And then... Um, Pretty much a strategy that he used. He's a, he's a, he was a, at the time, he was a, m- a momentum trader. And I, I, I still talk to him. I have him on Facebook. And he tells me his, his trading tactics have changed over the years, um, especially what's going on now with the market and how volatile it is. Um, and pretty much because of him, I uh, decided to drop engineering because I, I wanted to go into mechanical engineering. Oh, wow. Um, I got 
I got accepted into U of I. I got accepted into Iowa, and then also um, FAU in Florida. Oh, nice. Engineering school. Um, and then two weeks before I graduated, I actually um, decided to flip my 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 uh, focus into business. Okay. Um, so I went to Illinois State University. Went there um, from 2016. I just graduated in May of 2020. Studied finance there, and that's where everything started. You know, going from there with with uh, trading. Um, so I started day trading my freshman year of college, um, and it just it just picked up from there. Okay. So uh, ever since then, I've been I grew my 2,000 into I'm getting I'm getting close to seven figures right now. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so I started with 2K about uh, in 2017, and then I've just built that. Dude, that's great. All the time, yeah. So Dude. I mean, I started out with long term investing. I was buying you know the, all these blue chip stocks, mm-hmm. and then with that, like I just got really impatient. I hated that. Um, I, I wasn't seeing the gains that I, I you know anticipated early on. Started doing more like swing trading, like these short-term trades where it's a couple days or a couple weeks. Okay. And then eventually picked up the day trading. Okay. So, so yeah, because uh, for my finance class, um, we did a, a, I, I had to get accepted into a class. It was student-managed portfolio. So it was mm-hmm. maybe about like 10 students. Yeah. How many seconds are there? 12, right? 12. Yeah. Okay. So I was, me and, and another student had to uh, split financials. Okay. So uh, we had six securities. My securities were, at the time, Wells Fargo, uh Oh my God, S S P G I, and um, I can't remember the 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 other one, but I know I did. Oh, it was uh, uh Morgan Stanley. Okay. So pretty much that whole class, uh, the first semester was just learning more about the entire portfolio and kind of comparing all the numbers to different metrics. And then the second semester was really getting to more valuation with the single individual securities, and then picking other securities to either replace or you know, compared to, you know, to the portfolio. So my biggest one, which I believe I still won today was at the time chase for, you know, again, to replace Wells Fargo. My, my position was we completely liquidate with Wells Fargo. Cause this was at the time when, you know, where, where it was all those fake accounts um, that were all set up. And the only strength that they had was, uh, uh, I don't know if it was wealth management or the mortgage side of it. Um, I'm, I can't really fully remember, but I know that, you know, Chase's position at the time, I, I, well, at the time I was working for Chase, even though I wasn't biased about it, I knew that mm-hmm. Chase had a very well, you know, founded structure and Jamie Dimon was pretty much one of the best CEOs from what I know that pretty much gave us, you know, a good intel of what the economy would, would look like from all the different type of sec, um, sectors. So that's why, you know, even based on the valuation, uh, Wells Fargo had more of an upside, but I knew at the end, long-term Chase would have, would have won. So even though the class agree with me, you know, my my teacher saw a little different, which is which is completely fine because you know she actually is more of a genius than I am. So, I mean, I'm I'm taking her word o- over my word at at that point. But what they did was they liquidated fifty percent and then used that other fifty percent to invest in the chase. And yeah. now and now long term, I, I know that they should have done a hundred percent. So oh, yeah. Uh, so is was J P Morgan your first investment? That uh oh, you're saying like like from personal investment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, my first investment at the time was Microsoft, but I didn't okay. I didn't know how to invest at the time, okay. so I only bought one share, and that was I think seventy three dollars. Yeah, because everyone always asks me, what was your first you know your first buy your first, yeah. your first investment? And uh, looking back, it was uh, for me, it was actually Snapchat. Really? Yeah, it was Snapchat and then Apple. Okay. Apple and Snapchat. Yeah. 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 My first two. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is like the first thing I did was I bought Microsoft, and then I. Um, I waited uh, three days, and three days I saw it go up, and I was like, all right, I'm making some fucking money. Yeah. And after that, then I saw it go down. I was like, right, what the fuck is going on? So I panic sold at like, I think I only made like maybe like two, three bucks. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and after that, like, as I started like, 
you know, learning from more people, they're telling me that like you, you just buy and you hold it. Don't worry about it. Right, it's, right. it's long-term. It's going to grow. So I want, so then now, now that I think about, it, I was like, wait a minute, if I would have bought, if I would maybe bought maybe at least 10 shares at $73 and I would, I would have made already, you know, at least over 50% because right. of what is trading right now. So that's where it kind of kicks me in the ass because I, I made the, the worst one that I've made was Cardinal Health. I think I bought, I think six or seven shares and it's, and I never made my money back. So I just cut my losses. Gotcha. Same with iRobot. I thought it was a good company, but I didn't really do much research. Also cut my losses. But besides, you know, all the other stocks, I mean, you, you saw what I have. So that's, that's why I currently have right yeah, now. You're, you're, I saw your portfolio is one of the most actually diversified I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. You got a, you got a nice split. Um, I, I've, I, I think the only weakness that I have in my portfolio is it's, I think it's more weighted on tech which I need to kind of pull out of. That's my only weakness that I see. But the right. thing is, it's like the only part is that like, I don't want to give up or like, you know, liquidate that because, you know, I'm not, I haven't really uh, figured out what's my next move. Well, cause tech tech for the last couple of years, um, specifically 2017, it was actually the biggest year has been the most explosive. So you're actually seeing the most returns out of, of tech. Yeah. 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 And then, and, and after that, I was, uh, I was thinking about going into dominoes because there, my, my mom was telling me at first, you know, to, you know, to buy Domino's and the last time I saw them, they were at like 250 and now they're at almost $500. Yeah. And the fact that I saw a commercial, which was blew my mind. They're doing self-delivery now. Do you know that? I didn't know that. No. So what they do is that they, they load the pizzas into the self-driving car and then the car drives to your house. You get a text, you go outside, the car window opens, you take your pizza, and then it drives away. You're kidding me. That's fucking unreal. They're doing this over here? I don't know if they're doing this over oh, here. I, was gonna say, I don't yeah. know, but I Let's saw it. Bro, I, I was in Vegas when, when, when I saw it. Oh, they got it over there? No, no, on the oh, commercials. Okay. On the, like, you know? Yeah. I, it was, it was mind-blowing. I was, like, I was like, why in the fuck did I not invest in this? Yeah, they're that's so, crazy. Th- I mean, you know right? what they're doing with Amazon now with the drones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, can, they're still testing it out, though. But Yeah, I mean, but that, I'm, that's going to take years. I'm looking at a dr- uh, drone company right now that's, I think he's going to partner with te- uh, Amazon in the next probably year or two. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're, and, and they're also publicly traded, too? They are. So this company is uh, based out of Florida, and right, right now they're testing it with pizzas, too. So they're delivering pizzas with drones mm-hmm. in within like 20 minutes wow yeah so no more no more drivers no more knocking on your door it just i guess drops right in your backyard or at your front door and that's it isn't that crazy how tech is like cutting like half the labor oh, it's exactly, like yeah. well, no, no, you got to think ai is ai is the future yeah it, it is it's scary but it is like, I, I mean there's kids going to college and they're not they're not even thinking about that no you know, long term because like and you know and you know, I, I used to i remember like when i was like a like a sophomore in college i would like laugh at people that would like take like majors that that didn't even matter right you know and i feel like and i feel like that it really applies now exactly I, and you gotta is, find something that's that's gonna be around you know in 10 20 years the the only thing right. that the the only positions that I can think from like a college perspective is engineering finance sales and maybe marketing maybe or or like the like operation like you know side of technology yeah. but that's only i feel like that's only with like limitations i i i don't know I'm i mean just, like even with finance they got these the, the robo advisors yeah it's, and, and they got i mean these are really robots managing portfolios for people and and it's just growing i mean every year it just keeps getting bigger and that was when i first heard about it, this was about 2018 so it's been about three years now wow i can imagine what it's like now well yeah and the thing is it's like the thing is the only way that that these are going to progress is if the it's all coding yeah so the people who know how to code, they're they're gonna stay forever right. because they're the ones that developed that program. So, I mean, my, my teachers, 
emphasized it so much. She said, if you if you don't know how to code, then you might as well look for another job. And 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 then for me, it's like I it, it's like learn another language. And as you know, for me, I'm I'm still struggling learning my own fucking native language. Well, you're, you're, I mean, you're, as long as you practice, you'll get it. I know you're working really hard too. Um, see, I my first language was Italian. I don't, I don't know if I told you that, but um, I first. I first learned Italian because I had no other choice. My grandparents didn't speak English. And, um, you know, growing up is very difficult, especially because I, I started school when I was about four. Mm-hmm. And I went there not really knowing much English. Yeah. Um, so, I, to be honest, I learned from the people I was around with, my teachers, and then obviously uh, my parents eventually because my mom stopped working full time so I could pick up the language more. Um, See, I wish. I like wish. With, with trading, yeah. it's the same thing. It's, it, it's, a whole, it's a whole understanding and charting. Technical analysis, it's all, it's like a different language and it takes, it's, it's, it's all, it's all practice. The longer, the more time you take to pick, you know, look at it and study it, the quicker you'll pick it up. Yeah. Cause and the thing is, it's like, I wish like Italian was my first language because, yeah. you know, like, like being born out of Sicily and then coming back over here, you know, I figured my mom was going to carry that over. But at the time she was nervous because, you know, she wanted me, she wanted to enroll me into preschool already. So like. You know, she wanted me to fit with the other kids. So it's like, I get it. I get it. But right. it's like, for me, I, I, I wish it was the other way around, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it, it is it is kind of strong. Because there's times where like, I'm driving and I think about phrases that like I could that I want that I want to say like in the town so I could like, you know, or if I have, like, have, I have a question, like if I need something, then I would like think about, okay, how would I say how this? How would I say this, yeah. Yeah. So you it's... You got to constantly just keep asking yeah, asking yourself that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, it's hard, but it's... It's it's gonna be a long path. Um, but going back to you know your your day training, what what did you what was your your biggest struggle at the time when you? Or should I say in general, like the the biggest yeah, yeah. the biggest problem or struggle I had um, was being able to take like those initial losses. So obviously, you th- when you go in when you first start trading, you think you're gonna win, you know, nonstop. But it's actually the, your losses that, that you learn from. You know, you learn from your mistakes and 100% with trading. So I, I, I initially, I, was, I mean, I was doing pretty well at first, but I, was, I wasn't doing these long-term trade, or uh, short-term trades originally. Originally, I was doing more long-term and more swing. So I wasn't dealing with high-risk securities. And then once you start doing, with the, you know, messing with these high-momentum, low-cap, um, you know, high-volume stocks, you know, with these penny stocks, you're seeing the stock will jump from two to five dollars within you know a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So if you're not on it nonstop, you check it. You say you buy it at four, goes to five. You don't sell. That stock could go back to two dollars within two hours. Oh wow! Yeah. So if you're not on it, you're not staying with it. Um, it's very risky. And uh, just being able to handle your 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 initial losses and not you know let it continue going on. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest struggle that I think most traders you know especially this year you know this like now um, struggle with. So. Being able to take those losses and learn from them and apply them to your next trade, that's how you really grow. So you initially like tackled like high volatile stocks to kind of like get a feel of yeah. like how, yeah, but how what to play I did, around? I started on like a simulator. That's okay. How I started. So it's like a, did you, I don't know if you ever used one, right? No? No. Okay, so I used a market watches platform and it's pretty much like, it's like a, a brokerage account where you, you're dealing with fake money. Oh, so, okay. So you could set like your limits, how much, you know, how many trades you could do per day, how much you could start with. I think for my account, I started with like 10K. And then um, that 10K, I lost literally like 4,000 within the first month. And then I was down to six. And then I had to go. My goal was just to double it. I want to get to 20. Yeah. And then to, from that six to 20, it took me three more months. So it took me pretty much four months to double my money on that similar account. But it's not, it's not real money. I was fake. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, but I was still 
I was I was applying it as if it was real. But the thing with trading is you don't take it serious until you got your own until money. Until it's your own money, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, once you realize like like that's actually my money. I mean, if I lose, it, I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, because if you, when you're on the simulator, you don't care as much. Honestly. Yeah, you're not risking your own capital. So so how long did it take for you to actually start putting in your own money? Uh, after that, um, I started the January of 2017. Okay, so all of like the fall of 2016 was me on the simulator. Just learning it. That was all. That was my first semester in college. You know, I, and 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 this is like a weird question, but like I I've started to notice like the beginning of of the year between January through March. I don't know why, but but February always seems to be a terrible month in trading. Big time. Yeah. Why why is that? Um, because um, that's so the first quarter of 2021. A lot of people compare the to the previous fiscal year. So they're they're every every analyst will compare. Um, earnings will compare where you know companies um, financial report where they're at you know from where they were at a year ago. You don't, you won't do that in June or July. Mm-hmm. You always do it at the beginning of the year, or they'll do it at the end. So that's why you tend to see sell offs at the beginning and the end of the year. I see. Um, that's why usually between March and let's say September are usually the the best months of the year to trade. I so gotcha. Like, this is like you won't Perf- see it. Yeah, this is a perfect time to like get in. Yeah, because I yeah because I was gonna say because I mean and I mean obviously not this is just twenty twenty one we're talking because right. I when Trump was in office I would still see like every February yep. always at a decline I'm thinking to myself man like like why why am I getting fucked right now but I never really understood why so that's yeah uh, patterns definitely repeat themselves especially in the market yeah so what you know besides the you, you know sells towards the end and the beginning of the year what other patterns have you kind of noticed that you know are, are typical for uh, a market. Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, you're going to want to pay attention to, like, there's these four dates every year. Um, they're the big option ex- expiration dates. And they always happen usually, um, like, mid, like, mid-March. And then there's one in June. There's one in September. And then December. Oh, okay. Um, so those are, like, the... They call it so. There was a recent one in March. I don't know if you, you even followed. Was it like uh, was the like witching? Quad, yeah, the, the quadruple the witching. The quadruple yeah, witching. Yeah. Okay. So that's when you got all these, um, you know, all these markets that are all have the same expiration date on their contracts, um, and that's kind of that's why they, they're saying that was the most volatile day of the year. I think it was March nineteenth. Yeah. 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 So we won't see another volatile day like that until June. So it's coming up actually. And okay. Then the next one will be September, and then and then December. So, so, so a lot of a lot of traders do do pay attention to those dates. Okay. Yeah. So what? When you see the witching coming up, what 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 would you say is the average? I mean, so I mean, because when you say it's volatile, I mean, like what what's the end of the of the return for that day? You're gonna see, you're gonna see uh, volatility probably increase by like a factor of two. Yeah. So with most securities that day, you saw a lot of sell offs, a lot of new positioning, re- portfolio rebalancing. So that's a big thing. A lot of people usually either five, every three years, five years, some do it every ten. Will rebalance their portfolios. Mm-hmm. My dad recently just did his you know for his IRA. Um, and he, he, he flipped pretty much, you just, you get to decide how much of your portfolio is allocated into fixed income, into, you know, equities. Um, so I think he, he went from 60, 40 to 50, 50. So he reduced his equity position. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah so, um, just cause the market's at all time highs, uh, you know, yeah. you already know that. Um, and, and I'm anticipating a crash coming to be honest. Yeah, no. I, and we were talking about that. Like, even though the past three months I've been getting killed, I feel like yeah. th- this is just a warm up. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. So. I think in the next, uh, I'm going to give it well, you're, two, two to three months. Yeah, because I was going to say, you're saying by June, which is like the, the, kind of like yeah, the, the, the next volatile, that's where we're going to see it. Right. And even though we, we just described it as the kind of like the good time to trade, you know, because it's more of the bullish type of standing, yep. we're seeing the complete opposite. Exactly, yeah. So um, starting in June, you've got 
So right as of right now, you're getting all these uh, SEC rules getting passed, the DTCCs, which is all, the, all these clearing corporations. So you got the clearing corporation for, for the equities market, and then you'll set it for the options market. And they're passing all these rules right now to pretty much put this system in play where these hedge funds are now going to get liquidated. I mean, they're already liquidating. You're seeing a call across the market. That's yep. why Bitcoin tanked, all these you know cryptocurrencies, and then also the stock market a couple of days ago. So the whole market is like the Red Sea, they were calling it. Um, and... The reason they're doing that is to build enough capital because a bunch of these hedge funds are about to get margin called because they've been so over leveraged from um, what these these big banks have allowed them from the beginning of the pandemic. So when the pandemic started, Federal Reserve told all these banks, give you know additional lending to all these institutions. Yep. And that's what they did. Um, so rather than allowing, let's say, two or three times their additional you know leverage, they were getting five, six, and even seven times. Oh, wow. So all that extra capital that they were allowed is now... All now needs to be returned back to their lenders. Yeah. So these banks want their money, and these hedge funds don't—they don't have it. So they're liquidating all these positions, and it's going to create—it's going to create havoc. Wow. And nobody, nobody's talking about it because nobody really knows what's about to happen. Okay. So for for people who don't know what margin calls are, can you explain that? Yeah. So margin calls are when um, essentially, let's say you get an institution. So what they'll do is they'll short they'll short a, a stock. Let's say, for instance, they'll short GameStop. Okay. And um, what they'll do is they'll they'll borrow shares from a lender, and let's say the they'll lend. Let's say they get the shares at fifty dollars a share. Okay. If the stock goes up to sixty or seventy, they now have to buy them back at that price mm-hmm. and return the shares. So obviously, when you're shorting a stock, you want the price to go down in yep. order to make money. If the stock goes up; it's the opposite. You're losing. So it's it's the opposite of a, of a, of a long position. Yeah. Um, and what these these short sellers have done is they've they've doubled or tripled down their positions. So if they shorted the stock, let's say from twenty or thirty, forty dollars, they're doing it again now when the stock's in the hundreds. Yeah, so if the stock continues to rise. Not only they're just digging themselves, you know, d- into deeper, a grave. Deeper. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's getting to a point where these lenders want their money back, but um, these hedge funds aren't ready to return the you know those shares because they're they're, they're they don't they're have the, the money hole. for it. Yeah, exactly. They they don't have the money and they're already in the hole. So they're trying to delay this as long as possible, hoping that the price these these investors are eventually going to sell their positions and, and the stock's going to go back to to the to know, the way it's supposed to go. Right. So, yeah, to the so, normal levels. But isn't there so you know we're talking about like expiration dates to when you know these margin calls are going to end? But like now these expiration dates is what the dates that these lenders have set to get right. you exactly. know for the, okay. So okay. now right the reason they you know these margin calls haven't hit yet is because I think the SEC and the DTCC is working with the Federal Reserve. They're trying to figure out who's going to get called first. Because if you're called first, you want to be called first because you're paying the cheapest price per share. Yeah. But if you're called last, you're paying, you know, 10, top dollar. Yeah, you're paying top dollar for, for those shares. Um, and I don't know how they're doing exactly, but I, I wish I could tell you. I, I don't know. Wow. I, we're, we're, I think we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. But yeah. these, uh, they're, they're, there's at least 20 in, different institutions. Citadel is the biggest one right now. Uh, Melvin Capital is another one. And they're all trying to figure out who's going to get called first. Wow. Because at the end of the day, they... They have to figure out how many, or they have to pretty much return the shares to their lenders, and they got to basically balance the books because they've created all these synthetic shares, which uh, I've been talking about on my page a lot, um, where they fabricated these shares to to you know to keep the, the share price you know down, and uh, when that becomes known to the public because they're doing the share recount on June second. Uh, a lot of people are going to realize how corrupt Wall Street is and how corrupt these market makers are. So that's why I think, personally, Citadel is going to go under and some other big institution or bank's going to come in and, and scoop up what they've been doing. So I don't know. I've heard, I've heard reports it could either be Goldman Sachs, it could be, it could be Morgan Stanley. I don't know. It could be, it could be a big hedge fund. We, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I don't think Citadel will be around in, in the next couple of months. There's been a lot of vague 
statements going around. So it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, these the, these leaders or whoever is in control is just kind of like toying around because they're trying to, you know, figure out like what people are doing before right, right. actually making an, you know, initial move. Yeah. I mean, everyone's the, the social media has such a big impact on everything. There's so much influence. Because people just look on their phones and they'll see what some celebrity's doing or or what somebody's saying, and yeah, it, it, and, and people will tend to follow it. So Elon Musk has had, I think, the biggest influence on the market, especially with Bitcoin and Doge. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you do you follow him on Twitter or no? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so he he recently said um, um, about the the whole big about Tesla not accepting Bitcoin anymore, yep. and obviously that just that big, dropped dramatically. Yeah, so 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 Tesla or Bitcoin went from I think fifty eight thousand. I think it touched below like, thirty. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it was like like twenty nine. Twenty nine, right? Yeah, yeah twenty nine thousand, yeah. and um, and it all started because of Elon. Yeah, and then, and then it started because of China, because China no longer wanted to accept Bitcoin for some whatever reason, um, and now I think people are beginning to realize that Bitcoin is not suitable for the future because of how slow it is and uh, and the transaction speeds. Um, so I think they're looking for something a little bit quicker, and uh, I think. I, I, I know for a fact it's not going to be Doge. I don't think it will be. No, I don't think so but, um, either. I mean, there's people saying it could be Cardano, it could be XRP, it could be um, XLM. Um, t- truth is, we don't know. We, we we really don't know what's going to be utilized in the future. But it, I guarantee it won't be Bitcoin just because it's so slow and, and how um, how expensive their, their uh, fees are, especially yeah. with Ethereum too. So it's going to be... I think it's going to be a more of a, I'm going to say low key coin that no, nobody really is talking about. Yeah. Um, it could be, it could be one they haven't even created yet. I know the federal reserve is trying to create like a digital dollar. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, so then where does like, cause you, the quote cash is king. Where does cash come into play? Like is cash actually like a valuable, uh, like no, tangible not at all. App? you don't. So, so with the market, the way it is today, especially with how high inflation is, um, I, I did the math with the amount they printed. They so they printed this year alone since tw- since the pandemic. What was it seven trillion or something like that? More than that, I think it was seven or eight. Uh, not, I don't know the exact number, but it was more than forty percent of the existing M one inflation or money supply. Um, Jesus Christ! And, and you got to think if they printed forty percent in the last year alone, what impact is that going to have on inflation? So the, so Jerome Powell, who's the Fed chairman, has been saying inflation is going to go from I think two to like three or four percent. Mm-hmm. He's lowballing the hell out of it. Because the re- the reason why he's doing that is because if he if he announces the true value or where, you know what they're anticipating inflation to be, everyone's going to pull all their money out of the bank. Yeah, and if they do that, the banks won't survive because they don't have all that money on reserve. They only have I think ten or fifteen percent in the vault mm-hmm. of all all the money yep. that should be deposited. Yep. Um, so if everyone just stormed the bank and said, "Give me my money," they won't have it. No, exactly. If they won't have it. The banks are going to fail. Exactly. So that's so, their biggest fear is is realize you know ha- having in the true value of inflation get realized by the public. Well, so that's why they're going to keep it as low as they can. Yeah, because I was going to say overall they're they're not trying to recreate the Great Depression. Right. Right. So I mean, I mean, if that's realized, it's it's coming. It's it's inevitable. Yeah. So I was, so I mean, like, because because I, I feel like. You know, you got your baby boomers who are already ready to cash out, right, right. and then and then you got us who who are really, I feel like, a, a big factor in actually driving this market. Besides it, you know, the hedge funds itself. So, you know, the real question is, is like, you know, for people who who don't know like like how to invest and what to do, you know, I just pretty much the best advice is just to wait. To wait, yeah. I mean, right, a crash is coming, hundred percent. Yeah, because I, mean, I think the stock market is going to go first, then the the housing market, and then obviously the dollar is going to get realized, and and I think that's when people are going to flock to gold and silver because they're so. I think they're very undervalued, especially silver right now. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, and things, it's like 
like gold i thought to me was always valuable you know especially right. as a kid as like a kid, yeah. you know so i i, I figured like how, how how can gold just diminish in value exactly. i it, it just can't you so know they, they purposely kept them down because if they see gold and silver rising what are people going to do they're going to try and buy as much of it as they can yeah and they don't want people going away from the dollar so that's why kind of, they don't want bitcoin you know getting to hundred thousand two hundred thousand so that's why they're trying to keep them as low as possible because they don't want people flocking from the dollar, which is their system, to something else. That, that, that's so you know that's so funny to say because me, it's like when like how do I how do I put this? When I was like 15, 16 years old, like when you would get paid under the table, that's how you know like cash was the best. Right, right. You know, like like you you rarely see people getting paid under the table. Exactly. So it's yeah. like I I mean I love cash, but I never fucking use it. It's it, it it's it's it sucks. Are you paying with your phone now, or you still use cards? I I do both. You do both. Okay. I do both. I mean, because well, I mean, it, today I forgot my wallet, so luckily I have my phone. Your phone. Yeah. You know, but like it, it's crazy I mean, how like it was five like years that. Ago, we couldn't do that. No, yeah. you can't do it. You yeah. you forgot your wallet. That's it. You're fucked. That's it, yeah. You, you See, know? I don't I don't have the Apple Pay yet. But I'm I'm thinking about getting it. It's it, it it's so convenient. Yeah. But the thing is though, I the you know the the reason why I really got sick is like let's say like you know I didn't um. Like if I, you do need that on your phone, but the watch really helps it a lot. Cause you then you put on your watch too. Yeah. Cause you, you put on your watch and then you just ding it like that. Wow. But here's the thing though. I don't like Apple at first. I want an Apple watch because at the time, you know, I was, I was, I was, you know, jealous of like, you know, people like using and whatnot. But to me, it's like, it's like having another phone on your wrist, but I use it mainly like to, to like track like my workouts, mm -hmm. but that's not even accurate either. So it's like, you know, there, there'll be times where I'd be looking, I'm like, oh, you know, I burn like, like 500 calories, you, you know, call and text people on there too. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can, but the thing is though, this is, this is, you know, attached to your phone as a Bluetooth. Right. So, but they do have a cellular version where you don't even need your phone. So it's like, if you don't even want a phone, you do want to talk to your watch. I mean, you can, you, can, yeah. you know, but me personally, it's not worth the investment. No, no. it's, it, it, you know, you, if you get as a gift, that's one thing. But personally, using now your own money, it's it's not worth it. Because okay. I mean, I, I was I, thinking about getting. I didn't get one though. I, I would just rather have a phone. I mean, that's that's take the, your word for it. Yeah, I mean that, that that's the whole purpose of having a phone. I mean, some people they they like it because then you know if they don't want to like check their phone, like you you can get notifications. Then that's the first thing you're looking at instead of looking at your phone. But the thing is, for me, I don't like being on my phone because I'm it's I'm very like. I'm like half and half. I'm half old fashioned. I'm half modern. Yeah. So I like to exercise a lot of old fashioned like style, you know, to my everyday purpose. So it's like when, when I'm not wearing the watch, it's always a good feeling like, like to check your phone like every several hours. And, and then, then, then it's like catching up like on your emails or whatever it is you're doing because right. you're so busy focusing on one thing. That's why this is just another d distraction. That's why I don't like it. Yeah, I can see that. So, you, you know, and you're getting all the alerts on there too, right? Yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like every single thing you're getting. Like, and the thing is, it's like I have bleacher reports. Is it apps so. too? Uh, yeah, so you, it, it's got like uh, Spotify on here. It's got like, uh, um, what else? Like ESPN. It's got uh, like a calculator. The one thing that I really like about this is that um, for people who don't know how, how to tip, there's a tip calculator no with way. the calculator. So for example, let's say I put like 25 bucks, you click on tip. So right now, like 20% tells you, yeah, you put five bucks. That's how much you pay. Look, that's for one person. If you go up or down, you could adjust the tip. Oh, so that is so cool. Yeah, so if you want to give like a 30%, that's how you do it. Now, let's say you want to increase the I'm people. Honest, I saw someone doing that um, yeah. in a restaurant. But I, I was like wondering, like, what? I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, so okay. okay. So like if there's four people, then like that and, and – uh, 
and the bill was like 25 bucks and that's how much you each person would pay it's like eight dollars and 13 cents so it's like that's for people who really don't want to do the math you know i didn't know they did that that's very cool yeah that that's the that's the only cool thing about this like watch you know on honestly (laughs) (laughs) yeah right dude but you know but but besides that you, you know your watch isn't really useful i mean there's only like i said there's only the workout app you could send alarm you could definitely check your so so for example right like you could check your message you could like send emojis you could uh you know write mm-hmm. or you could speak but or, or or you can even pay someone through like the app like the like like you know like the apple cash or whatever yeah yeah that's it but how's the battery life um it's pretty good actually i, I mean for me i've had it for almost about like two years now so it's like usually i i don't like to leave it like so right now if it's on 36 percent and i don't charge it i know i'll wake up it'll be like like 27 percent, and it's not gonna last you the whole day okay. so it's like i i charge it at least every night um but it does a job you know for the entire day so like you know unless if it's like i would say below i don't know like like 60 percent, then like maybe then you will like cut it close okay so like there, there's times where i, I have like my watch has died on me but i, very, very I don't good, care because yeah. i got my phone right you know so the, the, for me it's like i like to like I'm done buying like 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 before I used to buy shit because it was cool. Now I, it's I'm completely done with that. I buy shit that that's just useful. Red this is useful for some things, but it's it's something that I don't need. Yeah, you know, um, and that's why like for me it's like I don't you know how we talked about it's like I don't like keeping you know a lot of of majority of my funds in the bank because it, it there there just is no purpose. Yeah, just collect you know, I, I having having my emergency fund that's one thing. That's fine because I know that I can get it at any time, you know. But everything else, you know, I want to. I want to explore options. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, especially at our age, like no one's willing to take. You know, no one's willing. Yeah, no one's willing to take that risk. You know, everyone's so like has those conservative values, like what they teach you in school. Work your nine to five, put your money in the bank, throw your money in the four hundred one k. That's it. Retire. You you know, and and thing is, so I got so I, I I got the Robin Hood, which now I'm 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 really. After this, we'll talk because I because I definitely want to you know hear some options to what you recommend. I got Acorns, mm-hmm. which is nice, and then and then I got the IRA. Okay. And so, and how, what about crypto? Do you have a crypto wallet or no? They well, the only thing from the crypto is in uh, Robinhood. Okay. So yeah, but, I'll, I'll get I'll get you set up. After yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say because besides Coinbase, which I doesn't have everything available. No, I got something better for you. Oh, yeah. dude, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's perfect because I remember I used to be all about Coinbase because I remember they're, they're big on fees with that. Really, like something quicker where it's like instant deposits. It was cheaper at the time when Coinbase first started. Yeah. It was just nothing. You could put whatever you want, and then that's it. Because I remember Litecoin was at like sixty nine dollars back in like twenty seventeen, I think it was, or twenty or twenty sixteen. I think it was like sixty or seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like at one point, it was like four hundred bucks. Yeah, and it I, almost hit four hundred. And then it, I think it peaked at three seventy five. Yeah, and after that, yeah, everything nice. else. Because I remember when Bitcoin hit nineteen thousand, I was like, "Holy shit!" I can't believe this is like a fucking real thing. Yeah, and it just dropped. I was like, "What is going on?" Like, because I remember and it took it took three years to break that. Yeah, like, I mean, they're saying with crypto now, they're saying every four years you're going to see a bull market. So the next one now would be twenty twenty five. After this one, will be a bull again. A bull market, yeah. So, so, but I think it's gonna it's gonna be longer because the reason why I'm saying that is because the dollar is is getting so inflated oh it's so fun and if people realize that why would you want your money just sitting in cash or you know sitting in the bank when you could put throw it in bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency and it's you know growing five ten percent you know a week or or more or a day yeah, honestly a day, yeah. that's 
it's still mind blowing. Thing is, like that's a currency that runs twenty four hours. Exactly. Does so like like does that like now this is a dumb and question, but like what about like so like does when people do like forex, you know, the, the, is that twenty a twenty four hour window as well? Yeah. So forex markets you can trade twenty four seven. Okay, that's um, what I thought. But the the reason why you know cryptocurrency the whole the whole thing is getting so big is because it's it's obviously twenty four seven. So with the stock market. When the market's closed, you can't buy or sell any any stocks, any securities, and and well, what about in, in between that difference of after hours? Or are we talking about well, after? I'm just saying, like, say like so after mar- after hours ends at seven o'clock our time. Okay, so it'd be eight o'clock in New York, um, but from eight until four a.m. you can't buy anything because pre market doesn't open until four there. Yeah. So what is that? Eight hours. So eight hours a day you cannot buy or sell any of your securities. So with cryptos, you know, with the cri- cryptocurrency market, say you wanted to sell all your Bitcoin. You could sell it and have it transferred into your your bank account within a couple couple hours. Yeah, um, I know some securities are faster. I think XRP it's it's instant. It's it's a matter of seconds. I used to use Binance. Okay, is that still reliable? You, uh, I like. I'll be honest. I'll give you the. I use Uphold. Uphold is my favorite. Okay, That's my, it's a new app right now. Um, and then you just transfer that to your crypto wallet, and it's it's done in a matter of seconds. By the way, have a wire man if you want one. Oh, perfect. Yeah, dude, I got you up. I got it all set up. I actually had one in the car. If you had to bring it in, uh, there you go. So yeah, I got you covered. Um, yeah, dude, it, it's see the thing is, it's like I don't know too much about crypto. I just know like you know from what I've seen like a couple of years ago, but I never really like dug my shovel into the sand. So mm-hmm. like it's I, it's the biggest it's ever been. Same with I think the stock market too. Yeah, um, but it, it, it's like you know what I mean. It's I I don't know, man. It's, do you, it's uh, I was gonna ask you, do you use TikTok at all or no? No, I don't. No, okay, so. I, I, I don't even have TikTok because the thing is, is, like, I'm trying to diminish as much social media as Good, I can. Yeah, I you know, the reason I, I ask that is just because everything's growing because of TikTok. I think TikTok, social media, um, TikTok is like I only use it. I use it maybe once or twice a week. I just go on there to see what people are talking about. So every time I go on there, I see like a new cryptocurrency, or that's how I got introduced to the Safe Moon and then um, Shiba. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got on there because of TikTok and. I got it on super cheap prices because of that. And now TikTok's blowing up again with like AMC and the GameStop. And wow. everyone's talking about inflation and how the market's about to crash and how um, how inflated the, the housing market is too as well. You know, um, so, I, so everything, especially down south, like Florida, Texas, everything's going for, you know, 15, 20, 20% over asking price. I mean, it's happening here too, but especially in these southern states where everything's open and everyone's, a lot of people are moving still. Yeah. Um, so if you look around... Um, I did. I just looked. Uh, I don't. I don't think I get. To, I was going to send you like a report. That was. I was. A, I was. I showed my brother. I didn't. I didn't get to send it to you. Um, but the biggest states that people are moving to are like Florida, Texas. I think Tennessee is a big one. Well, that. Well, that, that's also because of you know what happened from last year till now right, right, too. Right. You the, know, because yeah. yeah. It's, and, the, and the thing is, like people are people are moving out of saying coming here. There's such a massive sh- demand here, but there's such a big fucking shortage as well. Right. Right. So it's like like, like these houses are over here. I think there's. I mean, I don't know if you kind of like like looked around when you were driving, but there's been at least five to six fucking for sale signs. Because now is the time to sell. Yeah, if you want to sell, you you sell now because that, you're, exactly. you're getting the highest value you'll, you'll ever get. Oh yeah, and, and thing is, is that people who are selling now, I it's because it, to me, Norwich is overpriced yeah. in general. So it's like I think they're they're maybe making that maybe at least five percent back, and, and, and it's such a small I, return, I which talking, is why I, I want to mention something. So I was talking to a guy today at my, at my restaurant. And um, he was talking to me. He's a baby boomer. 
and he was telling me how our generation is so unwilling to buy a house. They, they, they just want that comfort or they're renting or they, they stay at a location, they go somewhere else. So like our generation's more on the move than, than being like being settled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a so good now, thing for, it is, it is a yeah. good thing, but you got to think of the housing market when all these baby boomers, you know, get, you know, sell or get rid of their homes or they give it to their, you know, their, their children. Yeah. What are their children going to do? Are they going to keep it? No, they're going to sell it because they want the money. Yeah. So you're going to see this huge influx of, uh, of all these homes, you know, for sale in the next 10 years. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, there's not going to be enough buyers to meet that demand. So that's why the housing market's obviously a crash. It's, it's inevitable at this point, dude, especially dude, with the amount of people that are about to retire. This is crazy because it's like, you, you, you know, it, it's funny how you say, because there's so many people who that are retiring. And yeah. every time I talk to those people, the first thing they say to me is good luck. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and these people, they're not, a lot of people that retire here, they don't stay in Illinois. No, they're, they're getting, they're getting they, out. Yeah. They're going to Arizona. They're going to Florida. They're going to Texas. They're going somewhere else. But here's the thing though, right? Even though they're, even though like they're getting out, I, I, I was, nobody's retiring in Illinois. I, I just Nobody. bought this book. I, I, I just bought the, this little, like, like a 20 page book from like my teacher who taught, uh, finance. It's called like invest like $2 a day and retire like a millionaire or whatever. Yeah. Um, there is, I, I, and I don't know if, if it's with IR, uh, I, I mean, I, I have a Roth, so I, I feel like I'm good with, um, you know, wh- wherever I go, but I know that in, uh, in some instances, I don't know if it's only strictly with pensions or if it's like 401ks too, but there's certain States like that you don't get taxed on, on your, uh, uh, I don't know if it's, capital f- gains? Y- yeah. Or really? something like that. I, no, I don't know if it's capital gains or, um, or if it's like w- when you're ready to like take the distribution. Oh, uh, when you're when you're pulling out, yeah, t- yeah, because I know because I know Illinois is one of the states where, where they don't tax you on on it. I, I, I well, if I were to grab I'll the book, I don't, I'm not sure. What yeah, I, it, it might be pensions. I I, and I I think that's it. But I mean, pensions are, are probably gonna be non-existent again. I mean, not again, but they're probably gonna be non-existent in it. You know, who knows? Maybe 15, well, yeah, 20 yeah, years. You got to think. Uh, Social Security is gonna be dried up too. Which is fine. So, so we're th- we're paying into a system that's not even guaranteed for us. No, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it's like you know, um, as as these um, even the even the generation above us. Yeah. yeah. N- no, it's terrible because the thing is, like you know, as they were giving out like like the first round of, of like stimulus checks and whatnot, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was listening to uh, Peter Schiff at the time when he was talking with Joe, and um, and he basically said that, that the Fed should have not been responsible for providing these stimulus checks; should have been the, the states. Right. But the problem is that what well, I thought now 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 as I kind of think about. It, to counter that if the states were to do that they would have to eat every state would have to declare bankruptcy oh, yeah. because there's no way that because well, the you know the i don't know if you know this but the federal reserves actually they declared bankruptcy a year ago i did not know that yeah, and nobody's talking about it oh, yeah man. so i think I, th- I heard it's gonna get announced um in july really yeah like that they're gonna declare again yeah. for bankruptcy well, they, they haven't made it publicly known but there's there's files all over there you can find them all over the internet that's yeah. great so i so then basically yeah, I mean, at, at this point, I might as well. Just, I mean, besides AMC, I mean, I might as well just just liquidate everything. Yeah, you you can. I just, but uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to. But yeah. I mean, it's just. I, I mean, just, I'm not. I'm not a funny. No, you're not. You, well, of mean, course, you know, you, you, you're I, not advising anything. So, I'll tell you what I would personally do. Um, and it's if you got money sitting in the bank. Let's say if I had money sitting in the bank, I would first let it work for me, and then I would distribute it evenly. So you got. Stocks, bonds, and then cryptocurrency, or and then I would also have something in gold and silver. Yeah, and you could you could do it, you know, now, split it up evenly, yeah. or or go heavier in one certain you know one certain market. When you um, yeah, but when, when you, I mean I, I know this is a dumb question. When you say gold and silver, like we're talking about just going to a jewelry store and just buying gold, buying right? physical, yeah, yeah, okay. You could buy you could buy like gold and silver stocks, but um, I don't think it's, it's the same. It's not the same. No, it just isn't. Um, because at the end of the day, when say you want to sell like that the the true value, you're at the end of the day when you're buying the stock, you're just buying. 
um, you're a buying paper, paper value. Yeah, yeah that's you're buying, it. exactly. Um, so with the physical, especially silver, because silver is so widely used in the world, um, there's no reason silver should be under thirty dollars an ounce. There's absolutely no reason. And, and the banks have just kept it suppressed all these years, so less people would buy it because they know if more people buy, you know, silver, the do- the dollar is just going to keep, you know, decreasing mm-hmm. in value. Um, and and now people are beginning to realize what inflation is. When right now, I think I think most of America thinks it's about five percent, maybe four. Yeah. Um, but there's people that already know it's going to be over ten or fifteen. And I, in my eyes, I think it's going to be over twenty. No, yeah, I and I completely agree with you because here's the thing, right? In America. I would say it is like thirty to seventy, and when and when I when I mean that is like we're the thirty percent that know this. This there, there are seventy percent is the people who are just getting handouts. Exactly. So you know that for them, they're thinking the stimulus checks are making a difference. Yeah, yeah exactly. When when I knew in reality, it ne- it never made that it never Nothing. made any fucking difference because the thing is, it's like there was no proper way of, of the system for it. Right. It's like. What what should happen was is that if they were to have a file of every single individual, which clearly they did, yeah. you know they 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 would they would, the IRS should have set a threshold because sixty thousand you could still support yourself on sixty thousand where you're renting or if you're or or if you have any type of living situation you could support yourself on sixty k. Sure, you know they, if anything they should have they should have lowered that threshold to like what maybe a high school person would make mm-hmm. that would make more sense, you know, but then, and I mean, I, and like I said, I'm talking on my ass at this point, but, um, and then, you know, in terms of like businesses, like, I mean, it, there's so much data on businesses, like, like the, there was so much fraud too on it as well, which is, loans, yeah. yeah, because oh, yeah. you know, when, when I worked at chase, there'd be individuals coming up, and you would just see a random deposit of ten thousand dollars in there. When you look at their their history, they were they were making they were they didn't have like four hundred bucks in, in their account. And they're like, yeah, I, I want I want the full funds. And I, at some point, I I mean, I never personally gave them it because I knew it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. But we we just required them to bring documents. They like they want like the articles um, of. Uh, I'm like, it's it's not articles of information. You're talking about for the small businesses, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. because what happened was that because you need a proof, you need to like yeah. all, all your rent, all that the rent, everything, uh, the utilities, yeah, 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 everything. And the thing is too is is that people who were applying for these businesses, they, they, like the the loan was just you know like what 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 would it be like unforgivable or or forgivable loan? Well, they, I heard they're all going to be forgiven. Okay, yeah, so that's what I heard. so at this point, the reason why uh, this was happening was because was because of TikTok. Yeah, because people would watch TikTok and then figure out how to manipulate the system and then yeah. do that. Yeah, that's so yeah. fucked up. Because you know, the ending is you know, and this is why I want to bring. This is why I have a question with that too. Is that you know the way how the true fundamentals of investing is? You look at a ten k and you read the report and you see that within the matter of of a five year you know historical day of the company, you're seeing how how it's moving and then you make your analysis on it right. and then you look at the you know. Well, you want to compare quarter, quarter to quarter results. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Well, after that's how it should be, and, and and I think it is still like that. But I feel like that shift has changed. Yeah, I feel because, like now now it's just all media. news. Yeah, it's, it's just all, all it's fucking all news. news. Hype and then yeah, and then influence. Yeah. So uh, I mean, wh- like the whole the whole uh, the whole GameStop thing. Yeah, that was all fucking. Inf- if, if it yeah. wasn't if it wasn't for that Wall Street bets group, GameStop would probably have gone under this year. 
Yeah. Because nobody would have realized, you know, what, what was really going on there. Yeah. And, and I remember, I was, you know, I was, I was watching. Same with AMC. Yeah. And, and I was watching your, your story. And I can't wait that after GameStop Larry got bailed out from all the retail, retail investors, investors yeah. they are just clear of debt. That is fucking amazing. And now AMC is, they could operate for the next two or three years. That's yeah. crazy. Because when's the uh, shareholder meeting? So they moved it to July, but they're doing the recount the 2nd of June. Oh, the 2nd of June. Okay. Yeah, so right, they're supposed to have 400, like, 90 million in outstanding like shares that's how many should be you know mm -hmm. um like listed you know on the market yeah um between what the insiders own what institutions own and then the the flow which is what retails own yeah um and whatever whatever's available so that should be like under 500 million okay but when they do this recount i think is going to show over a billion because of all the synthetics they, they they printed yeah and that um that the, the other retail investors possess now so now when they go in and they 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 disclose that amount. Let's say it's over a billion. They got to go in and these DC, like these computers from the DTCC, they got to go in when these hedge funds get margin called and buy up every single fake share because they got to balance the books. Wow. And that's why I put it on my page. I think it, everyone's like, they're calling it the mother of all short squeezes. Yeah. And it, honestly, it could be because of how many that they have to buy. So like I, I've heard that it could be 1. like two. it could be 1.6. I've also heard reports it could be over 2 billion. If that, it's over two billion, this this could take over a month. That's yeah, how long it could take. I, I, I was gonna say we will be seeing like a huge like upside in like what at least twenty because, to four, you forty know why? percent. Because they they have to they have to buy every yeah. synthetic, and if somebody's not willing to sell it, let's say at a hundred, and they want more for it, they got to pay more for it. Yeah, because they they need that synthetic to balance the books. Yeah, so, so that's why that's why the price is gonna keep going up and up and up. And yeah, up. and and things it's probably gonna break their their all time price break, record it's too. Break yeah. Everything. You're gonna see all time highs. The, the whole, that's why the it's gonna be the domino effect for the market crash. Yeah, because and, and, so many people are gonna be storming the stock when it's already on the move. Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna want to know why it's moving, and when they find out why, what are they gonna do? They're gonna buy it. Exactly. And and, and, and thing is, for me, I, I'm not saying you know buy. The no, stock, exactly. Saying, no, exactly. I'm telling you what what I've seen. You know, yeah. In the past. And, and 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 for me, it's like you know from you know from following the page and kind of like you know digging more into it I'm, I'm like you know what i'm just gonna play around with that because at this point yeah. like you know that what people should do in terms of investing is that the, the way the way how, how i started investing was diversifying being conservative i remember i literally i literally just saw your page where, where you said um not on quote but you're like you're like you know uh, if you start with a grand don't fucking diversify. Just go, you know, with what you believe, what you in. believe in. You know, yeah. for me, I, I don't remember. I, I know I didn't start with a grand because I was just moving everything around. But because um, I mean, a grand. Yeah, because like, it, like, it, it doesn't not, do shit. It's it's money, but it's like it's not a ton of money. Like, no, if exactly. You, if you lost a grand, you'll you'll make that back. In, exactly. In weeks, you know? Exactly. But like, if you lost fifty grand or hundred, that's that's a way. That's bigger something hit. else. Yeah. yeah something so else. And, and you clear so well, so that's why I kept it. Right, right. You know, diverse. But I know that with AMC. Um, you know, when I do see it at, I, I, and to me, I don't know what I would consider an all time price, but I know that if I personally see it above the thirties, you know, and may, and if it touches the forties, that's where I know I, I don't think it could go any higher than that. That's just from my okay. kind of instance, but I don't know. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> I know. I know if, I mean, I mean, I, I can't imagine if it does go up that much because I mean, I, I, I could see three figures to be honest. Get the fuck out of here, man! That's crazy. <laughs> I can see three oh years. my god, man! See, yeah. and, and things I remember, like like with the whole with the Wall Street bets. I remember when I saw it. When I saw GameStop like twenty bucks, I'm like, because because GameStop was going to a thousand. I don't know if you knew that. It, yeah, it, it was. Did, it, if they didn't, no, it, it was, dude. It was going to a thousand. Oh, I, I, mind blown. Yeah, and and the market would have collapsed, and they would have had none of these rules in play. 
So they, they pretty much had no choice to, to do what they did. Yeah. But not only did they prevent the market from crashing, they also saved a bunch of hedge funds and they saved Robinhood. Yeah. Robinhood would have failed. They, they would have. They, they would have, for have, sure. They, they wouldn't have had or been able to process every single transaction that they would have made, needed to make. Let's say if GameStop hit 1,000 or two or 3,000. Because I think it was on pace to hit five. Yeah. If they, if they just left it. Didn't, um, doesn't the uh, Mets owner have a, a big stake yeah. in oh, one yeah. of the oh, yeah. uh, hedge funds? In, uh, 0.72. That's his hedge fund. That's what it's called. Yeah, I okay, think it, I think it's called point seventy two. Uh, something seventy two. Is it some? Yeah. Um, and I forgot his name. Oh, is it Steve Cohen? Steve Cohen. Yeah. 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 So he he uh, he man or he doesn't manage, but he owns that hedge fund, and he he was also tied to Melvin Capital and um, and Citadel. Okay. Because he he along with the guys from Citadel um, helped bail out Melvin Capital. Um, so they gave them, I think, $2 billion to pretty much double down on their short. And they think about it. They did this when AMC and GameStop were at, I think, about $100. And now they're both. So GameStop's at 170 Yeah. And then AMC's at uh, $12 now. Yeah. So they doubled down when AMC was at like 8 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they're down 50% on what they shorted at yeah. from the second time. So you got to factor in the, the first or second. They could be down... They're, they're they're in the millions for sure. Yeah. And every dollar, I think I did the math. Every dollar AMC goes up, they lose like as a, as a total, short sellers lose over nine hundred million. That's yeah. wow. So a dollar, what a dollar fifteen? Nine hundred million. Increase every wow. dollar and fifteen cents, they're losing a billion dollars. Wow, that's yeah. that is absurd. I can't imagine if I've, if I ever lost that much. I so think- that's that's why the, the you're seeing the I call it phase three liquidations, is, and you're seeing big block trades taking place where all these hedge funds are liquidating their positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's getting to a point where the, the, the investors in these hedge funds are going to start demanding, you know, where their money's being, you know, being allocated. And when they fall, find out that it's being used to short all the, you know, all these stocks that are all about to get margin called, they're all going to be freaking out. So I'm guessing all these investors in these hedge funds are all on their phone with their lawyer in the, you know, the past couple of weeks trying to figure out what they could do to get their money back. Yeah. Because they all sign these contracts with these hedge funds. Some are a couple of years, some are 10 years. Yeah. They, they all vary. Exactly. Um, but if the, if the contract hasn't met, it, you know, met its deadline, they legally aren't allowed to you know, withdraw their money. Yeah. So- uh, but if they're using it for, you know, for fraud or for whatever, mm-hmm. they're about to, you know, Take this. There's going to be a lawsuit after this for sure. Well, for uh, yeah, either, no, I, I either agree. Either against SEC or against these hedge funds, something's coming. I already, I already know. It. Well, so, so then, I mean, pretty much the long term game is trust. Right. Where, where, where do we fall in trust then? Because there, there, there is none. When, when people realize what they've been doing, market trust will never be the same. Yeah. So it's and, like, and like when, when this thing's all said and done with, I'm personally going to be staying away from the market for probably a couple of years. Wow. So, so I'm, the, I'm getting ready to go. Like eighty percent into crypto and then twenty percent cash. That okay, so that you, you see, that's why I'm I'm now now it makes sense to me of why okay. cryptocurrency. It's the future. Yeah, yeah. I see, but the, and that that's why I didn't understand why it was the future yep. because it, it now so cryptocurrency in a sense is now going to be like forex, bigger, way bigger. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think it's 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 widely used here and then in in like China. In Asia, yeah, um, it's growing. It's getting. I got family in Italy that are now jumping on, uh, on uh, like Cardano and all these all the smaller ones. Really, XLM, yeah. Wow. So they're now. It's now. It's hitting Europe. It's it's just growing exponentially. Um, I know the banks in Africa just. Uh, I don't know. It's called Hedera Hashgraph. It's another one. It's another uh, blockchain system that okay. um, that banks are beginning to use. And 
I think all these worldwide, you know, these banks all across the globe are trying to position themselves onto one ledger, mm-hmm. so one blockchain technology, um, and and we just don't know yet. We don't know what which one they're gonna they're gonna partner with, okay, and, and widely use. Yeah, this but way, you're gonna have transactions from let's say from China to Chicago, yeah, in a matter of seconds. That's fucking nuts. And as opposed to where before it would take minutes or hours, now yeah. you know you're you're seeing million dollar transactions in a matter of seconds well then how, how does where does regulation come into play that's the thing that's uh, because it's unregulated yeah because it because like you know um i was reading i was reading like a small little article of the guy you know who used to own doge because he sold it for like his like honda or what whatnot so who controls that that's 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 the thing right now that's um, i feel like that that's like the biggest risk factor is like because it's all unregulated i feel like you know like how you say like every couple of years it's gonna turn bullish right. so but but see, you know you know so as of right now the, the dollar is the global reserve currency you know that right yeah yeah so if the dollar loses 20 percent or more in, in a year on inflation alone Technically, it can no longer be suited as the you know, the global reserve currency because it's so volatile in price. So what was so what would so that replace that's why the I dollar? Think, I think the Fed already knows that you know from the amount they already printed. So they're preparing to, to bring in some new currency. Some I don't know if it's going to be a digital digital dollar or something that's already listed on the exchanges that can be you know used globally and become that that replacement. That, so that's crazy. That's why I, I, to be honest, I don't see cash being around in, in ten years. I just don't see it. That's wow. It could be sooner, but I, I think by twenty thirty, no one's going to be using cash. You know that there's people who who like hoard cash in, yeah. in their in their oh, houses. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, just yeah, like under just, the mattress. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, I uh, mean, us, us Italians, we we gotta do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, because that's the thing. My 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 um, grandparents, they said themselves. They said. They said, never put all your money in the bank because you can't fucking trust them. Yeah. And that's... And <laughs> exactly. Like, so, like, you know, you got your... You know, everyone ha- has their spots, but it's like, I just can't... I mean, like, I could see it because I don't, I rarely ever use cash. The only time I ever use cash, and it's it's ridiculous when I say this is the only time I use cash, is when, is when uh, you know, if you go to, like, Rosemont, which I never go to Rosemont anymore, and you pay, lo- like, a cover fee for, for a bar, or you're... Or, or any type of like other establishment that only requires cash, like G and Jude. You got to think, yeah, cover fees. Like, what's what's going to happen with that? Yeah, going to be the, crypto. Or yeah, like, right. It's like it's like, hey, we we take fifteen dollars. We're, we're the Dogecoin. Okay, cool. It's like it's it, it's it's like I I don't know, man. Like that's I mean now obviously like that that is like the least amount of worries of that yeah. anyone's going to think, but it's like it's it's a situation, you know. Uh, I, I, I actually I saw um, when was this. I was actually at ISU. Uh, I was visiting my friends right before they graduated. Do they still do cover? Oh yeah, I think they do and, still and do cover fees. Somebody was trying to tip the girl, not in cash, with with crypto. That's so, so she weird. Goes, she goes, "You got your your address for your wallet," and she the bartender showed him, and the guys tipped her, and I don't know what currency, but yeah. See, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like if someone tipped me in currency like like that, like crypto, that's like. You're, that's you, better than cash. Yeah, <laughs> it can you're, giving, you're giving yeah. me you're you're giving me a money tree in a sense. Right, exactly. Yeah. Thanks for giving me some water to fucking plant it. Like <laughs> exactly. you know, that's that's fucking like nuts. That's, I think you're. I think in the next couple, probably the next two years, you're gonna see tons of businesses like adopting this um, this like new currency acceptance. Like uh, I know bars. I think in the city are, are trying to get that, and other shops. Um, see, I, I, it's funny to say because now this is what I think. The way how credit cards fuck businesses, right. I feel like that's the way how currency is going to be the, the same exact thing. There's going to be some type of um, 
uh, uh, financial institution that is going to have somewhat of control or to regulate all these different types of currencies to make sure that that it doesn't have that risk of you know having a bubble pop, right. you know. And and thing is, like I, I mean, I. I love the whole conspiracy type of theory with like the whole like Rothschild and like Rockefellers and all stuff like that. I feel like that now that like they see kind of like a shift of what could be potentially going on, then that's the next thing that they're going to tackle. Right, right. But either way, the way how I see it is that, you know, credit cards will still be a thing, but now that credit cards can be accepted with any type of form of payment. Checks are going to be obsolete. Yep. Cash it could could be potentially obsolete. When was the last time you saw somebody use a check? Dude, the last time I wrote a check was when I was in college at my apartment to pay rent and send it to like ComEd yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. Those, and like all those other the guys. Time, yeah. But but yeah, besides that, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's the the only time that I like checks is when someone gives me a check. Yeah. You know, I I don't personally like writing fucking checks, but it's like you know, like um. Uh, you, uh, remember like way back, and this is like, you know, not talking about money, but like, like, you know, like how there used to be like, uh, you know, um, I not, think our generation is going to be the last ones to ever do it. Not like a pay, what, was it PayPal? Like, like, I'm not talking like actual PayPal, like, um, what, 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 what do you call it when, when like, for example, right? Like, let's say you lived in, you lived in, in uh, South Carolina and you and I would like write letters back and forth. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's not called PayPal. It's like something pale. Um, I forgot what the. We- is it like a app? No, it's not an app. Like back then, when people would, would like, you know, um, there be some, there be some kids at school where they would write letters to somebody else, to somebody else, oh, um, friend pal, yeah, there's or, a word or for that. Um, I don't know what the fuck it is. I can't, I, I can't think of it. No, knowing me, I, I, I took some alpha brain today, and, and I thought it was gonna help me out. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I thought it was like I, it wasn't PayPal or friend pal or. I can't remember. It'll, it'll, it will yeah. once it comes. I, I it, 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 <laughs> it's, it, it, it'll be a light bulb, right, dude? <laughs> yeah. um, but but you know what I'm talking about, though, yeah, right? It's yeah. like it's like that's the type of old fashioned style how it was. Now it's like you just you could just send it. It went from writing letters to just sending someone a text or an email. That's yeah. Technology in the last you know five ten years alone has just advanced exponentially. I think and, and things like like too. It's it's like I had these like sometimes like crazy like ideas that like I think about like nonstop. It's like because I've been finding like the whole Marvel type of like you know saga because and I, I'm thinking myself I'm like the people who are behind you know into creating you know all this like visionary like like components I'm, I'm like they're the ones that, that are going to be controlling what the fuck is going on yeah. because <laughs> I, I could totally see it happening. Oh yeah. That's what's crazy. So it's like all right so how do you um you know, kind of like, you know, moving move, move aside, like how, so when you first started, you know, day training, did you have a job at the time? And then, and then when did you start, sh- you know, shifting to becoming a full-time day trader and then managing the uh, restaurant? Yeah. So, um, it all started, so again, I started in 2016 on the simulator and then I didn't start my actual brokerage account until j- uh, January of 2017. Um, so that was right when Trump got inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the market just blew up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember, but 2017 yeah. was probably the that's best. When, that's when I started investing, that was the actually. the best year, I think, to invest in the last decade. Um, and like every trade I made, I was almost, near, near, I think nine out of 10 trades I made, I was profitable. Um, and you, I think that was like the biggest year trading up, you know, like grew uh, besides the last year because of the pandemic was because Robinhood was initially getting big that year, 2017. Yeah. Um, and everyone realized like you just click an app type in how many shares you can afford swipe and up it. and you're done yeah and it was like this is a joke like anyone could do this um and because of that trading just 
kept growing. And then TikTok came out and um, you see all these stories like Instagram and everything. It just kept growing and growing. So um, pretty much I didn't get big into trading until like really day trading until I was a junior. Um, So when I was a junior, I actually got a job at school. I was um, a leasing agent at a uh, realtor. Um, So Young America Realty. And I would lease out student apartments and houses. Um, And then it got to a point where I had, she had the morning shifts. I would start at 8.30 in the morning and then I would work until about uh, noon or one and then I would go to class. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized like that's prime time to trade. So, you know, 8.30 to about 11 or noon is when most day traders are in and then they usually take the rest of the day off or they'll come back during after hours and trade for the next day. Um, So I started realizing how much um, of an opportunity to, you know, grow my portfolio I was losing by working that job. Um, and it got to a point where I decided to quit. So for some reason, I, I ended up staying the whole year. And then my senior year, I eventually had enough. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I don't need this job anymore. So I started day trading more. Um, I'll be honest, it got to a point where I was so hooked on it, I was skipping class. Oh, you know, wow. Yeah, I was literally skipping class. And uh, I, I probably did this maybe once a week. Um, but still, like, especially Mondays, I had a morning class at 9.35. I would skip that probably every other week just because Mondays were the best days, the best day to trade. Monday and then usually Thursday because that's a big day for like earnings um, or um, like it's like a p- big PR day. Mm-hmm. So usually um, most most corporations um, or companies will wait till Thursday or um, like Sunday night to to pump out you know some whatever PR they're going to announce like a big merger, a big you know acquisition. Yeah, they'll do it on a Thursday or a, or a Sunday because you got Friday which is a big day and then you got the following Monday. So yeah. I was going to be talking about it during the weekend um, and. So pretty much I quit my job. Um, my, it was my senior year and I started day trading and then the pandemic hit. And then you saw that massive mar- uh, market crash that I, I honestly, if you go back to my page, I, I predicted it. So I, I, I saw what was happening in the Asian markets and how they were all tanking. And you got to factor in how much trade the U.S. does with, with China and all these other countries. Um, how my, how was it going to impact our markets? And I knew that was coming. So I predicted at the end of January that we were going to see a crash probably mid to late February and late February is when it started tanking yeah. and that it didn't get real bad until about mid March. Yeah. That's when you saw those all time lows, same with Bitcoin and everything. Um, but then people saw these low prices and what did they do? They're like, I got all this money sitting in the bank. You see all time lows. What do you get in? What do you do? You're going to start investing fire sale. Yeah. yeah it was a massive fire sale. And that's when all these people started blowing it, you know, blowing into the market. Um, and my biggest regret was not getting into these vaccine companies, especially Moderna. Yeah. Um, because I was looking at it and I was like, I was like, hey, you know, is this the one? I didn't know if it was going to be Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, um, or you know, some other company. And uh, I was looking at Heat Biologics, which was a smaller one, and then Vaxar, which was going to be that um, they created like a they're they're working on a pill form of vaccine, like a vaccine. Really? It's like an oral one, yeah, an oral oral, uh, oral tablet. You just pop it, um, and that's it. Um, and and that got so much attention. And then it eventually fell through because AstraZeneca was like almost done with their trial. Or their uh, was it not approved? It wasn't approved. No, these all these so all the vaccines are after they're approved for emergency use. So mm-hmm. that means they're not they're not FDA approved. So the reason why they they're not FDA approved is because they all skipped animal testing. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but I did not know that actually. Yeah, so they all skipped animal testing to to push it out. So if the if the U.S. was ever to lift the lockdowns. They would no longer be able to distribute the vaccines because none, none of them are FDA approved. Yeah, so that's why I, I, don't, I don't see them lifting lockdowns for the whole country yet because they want to keep pushing their their whole vaccines. Yeah, I, I mean, see, for me, people, I know. So, so I was talking to to this, you know, this one uh, uh, step family member of mine, 
and 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 I just thought I'm like because I I remember like we were just kind of like just bullshitting. At one point, I said people have a choice of freedom. Simple as that. If they want to take it, fine, right? Good for them. If they don't want to take it, they shouldn't get shit for it. Exactly. And then and then her response was, "This is a pandemic, and, and you know, and this is very serious." I'm like, I get that. Mm-hmm. That part I get, but you know, in terms of health, I mean, there's many ways like. Like I, I mean, I I had it before. Like, and what I did was I stayed home, and luckily I have I, I have a sauna, so I just I knew he he is a solution to every cure of sickness, no matter what. The way the the way like if I ever have like a cold or if I have like a big pounding headache, my my boss at the ice cream shop told me this is how you do it: you double layer on socks, you wear shorts, long pants, shirt, sweatshirt, hot tea, hat, lemon. <laughs> I'm telling you everything. And after yeah. that, if you have a down comforter, even better. You sleep. You wake up drenched, and after that, you feel like a brand new man. Yeah, that's it. And and, and luckily, you, you know, at the time, I mean, you know, I, I mean, for the only thing that COVID fucked me up with was that I had a pounding headache consistently. So the only time it would ever go away was when I was in like high, like a high temperature setting. So it's like anything that was above like. Like I, I, the, it only goes up to like 140 max. Okay. So like, and we got, still hot. yeah, I mean, it only got to like, like 130, but at the time when I was in there, I had no headaches. I, I, I felt clear. And the moment I got out, it came back. Yeah. So, I mean, once you have it, you, you have, it. it's just, I mean, that, that's what it is. If you have the flu, if you're have a cold or go away in a couple of days and that's it, that's the way how it should be anticipated. So, but uh, do, do you think, um, do you think all the States are going to end up like Florida or no? I would. I hope so, but I don't think so. You don't think so, right? I don't think so. No, because you know what? It's like I feel like now there's there's so many political ties to this vaccine. It's like, and and you know what? I mean, there's. I always believed in, in corruption from the start. It was, it was all political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I because uh, the like because think about it, right. Flor- the the mayor of Florida is probably the I I mean I can't really fully say that he was like like the smartest guy but like the governor right uh, yeah uh, DeSantis yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean because because it's it, it's simple fundamentals at this point it's like the swine flu was there people were still working when they got sick there wasn't really a rush of you know vaccine coming out it's right, it's right. like you had to deal with that like the you know and the fact that we, you know the fact that we have more access to resources. Just like how in a stock, even though you you only lose five percent for the day, you you don't panic sell. No, no, and that's whatever, and that's what it was. I, I buy more. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that is my fundamental. Anytime I see it on the day, if I see a stock that falls five percent or lower, I'm buying it. Yeah, the, and and that's that's what I do. I know a guy who does Especially a. Re- if you bought it at a higher price. Yeah. yeah, I know a guy who does who does a recurring investment every day on certain stocks. Like he just puts twenty five bucks. He just buys twenty five dollars every really? every Same day. Way. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter like whatever he has. He just picks whatever he likes and then Wait, just puts 25 bucks every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah, it, Over it, time, that's going to add up to the... Yeah. Good for him. Because if you think about it, that's, uh, that's uh, 500 bucks a month. Yeah. That's not bad. And, and, and things, it's like, I, I, I almost did it last month and now like... I'm not gonna do it with Robinhood now because after we talk, I, I definitely want to I definitely want to see like yeah, what, what I could do. Um, you could, I mean... You could switch over to there. You got all the options. You got TD Ameritrade. You got Weeble, which is a, I like that one too because it's 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 newer. Is um, it so? Because the, 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 like, and I'll and I'll tell you like again is that I'm more I haven't I don't really are use you more like old school with like trading or like do you like looking at the digital aspects of it? Both. You like I'm both. both. Yeah. And I would do either TD Ameritrade or Weeble. Those are like my my two favorite. Okay. And then you also got E-Trade, Fidelity. Um, there's other options too. Yeah. Um, but. For people our age, the main two are TD Ameritrade and Weeble for sure. Okay. And then yeah. Robinhood's like more of that 
18, 19 year old, the younger generation. Yeah. Like the guys a couple years younger than us um, that are just coming out of high school, just looking at invest a little, you know, mm-hmm. cash. Mm-hmm. They, they find Robinhood because it's the easiest mobile app. But yeah. I, I and things is that I, I'm still gonna keep. Uh, I, I really like the the acorns one because I can just put whatever, yeah, yeah. and then they just keep on tacking up. Because like they're, I, I like, I kind of like their strategy. How they like, you know, if if it's like two thirty, that they take the seventy cents out of your account yeah. and then they reinvest it. That's I, I think. I think when um, this new the next squeeze you know happens and they halt trading again, tons of people are gonna hop off Robinhood, mm-hmm. and they can't afford to lose any more. You know, any more of their their brokerage accounts. No, they can't because they they need more trade. The more traders they have, the more they make more money. So they don't make money on people that just buy and hold the stock. They need the day traders to come in um, because they make money on that spread. The amount of volume that I see on a day with like all these different stocks is yeah. be, is beyond wild. Exactly, it makes no sense, right? I I, I don't get how oh, there's over a billion people trading on the volume for like one stock. stock in, yeah. Doesn't make any sense because I remember back then everyone was on the floor. There wasn't a billion people on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. Like, where, where do they, where do they come up with these numbers? That's why I, I think half the time these volume numbers are, are not real. It can't be. It can't, it can't be trusted. Yeah. No. I've seen I've seen fluctuate like for the, especially with the, the stocks that I've been trading. Um, I, I'm seeing volume that just shouldn't be. It's just unrealistic. You're seeing volume that for for you know for AMC for one of them. It was like a what, 170 million 170 or something. 170 million. When do you know for like. The float right now is is what's left, you know, what's the shares that are left after you subtract the what the insiders own and then what the um, what the institutions own. Mm-hmm. And the insiders and the institutions, they're not selling. You know, they they're buying and holding the stock for you know years to come. They, yeah. They, they they obviously they, that's what they do. But the retail investors, the, that that remaining float is already dried up. I think it's like over ninety or ninety five percent. So if that's the case, that leaves like four or five million left, you know, to be. Yeah. Know. So how is the volume 100, 200 million? It yeah. Makes, it makes zero the, sense. The math just doesn't yeah. add up. So at, at most, I think with, with what should be left on the table, the volume of AMC and, and GameStop should be no more than 15 million a day. That's, there's, yeah. There's no reason it should be higher than that. Yeah. So that's why. I, Especially I, if nobody's selling the stock. That's that, exactly. Because for me, it's it, it's like if if we do see. Another type of Wall Street bets after, you know, the data does come out and, you know, by June 2nd, we see everything coming out like that. I mean, this, this, this whole movement just transformed everything. It not only is, is it changing the way retail investors invest, it's also going to change the way um, fundamentally how people institu- invest. the way institutions invest because they're never going to do what they did with these with these stocks. And they're never going to first off, you're never going to see the over leveraging from the institutions. From there, from these big banks, mm-hmm. um, you're never going to see them allocate, you know, three, four, five times more than what they should have. So, like, so let's say, let's say a hedge fund is is borrowing a million dollars to to short a stock from a bank. Mm-hmm. When they these banks from the beginning of COVID, because the Federal Reserve said, "Oh, give them more," they're giving them not a million; they're giving them three, four, five, maybe six, seven million dollars. Yeah, on, on top of the million that they should have been given, and now. These banks want their money back, so they got to liquidate all that remaining billion millions of dollars yeah. that they were allowed that it isn't even theirs. So they have to give that back. And what's going to happen is they got to. It's just going to drive the price to go up and yeah. up and up. Exactly. So yeah, that's it's mind blowing. So that's why I, I, I know you, you've been following my page for a little bit now. It's it's literally once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. It really is. I, I don't. And, I don't see how the market doesn't. 
it just won't go back to how we, you know normally operate after this. And, 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 and that sucks because that's where the old school kicks in for me. Like I'm very fundamental. That's the best way to invest is, is fundamental. You pick a company that you know that's been in business for years yeah. and will continue to be in business for pretty much forever, and that's where you'll get your long-term value. Right. That's why Blue Chips has, has, has such a big fucking strength. But now that we know what goes behind— The philosophy of trading is just, it's just it, completely— it, you know, reverse itself. Yeah, so it's, it's like now it's it, all about attacking, um, you know, the short sellers. That's what they've been doing. Attacking the haters. Yeah, it's exactly the haters. And 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 what these haters have been doing, especially these like market makers like Citadel, is they've been shorting these stocks, you know, with synthetic shares that they've just fabricated out of thin air, um, with the promise that these people are going to, you know, get their money. So, but they they've been doing this for for decades now because they want to bankrupt these companies. So if they if they short a stock, let's say five dollars, and the company goes bankrupt, they don't have to return those shares because the you know the that's stock is at zero. It's they gone. can't pay it back. Yeah. So so what, what the what, you know, the reason they do that is because when they when they short the stock until zero, you know, to the company that's it, bankruptcy, they maxed out their, their profit. The, the the profits that they take, they don't have to pay taxes on because it's it's lent moral, or it's uh, borrowed money. So it's not it's not ca- capital that they I see. that was out of their pocket. You know, wow. to make additional capital. Wow. So since it's, it's borrowed money, they don't pay taxes on it. So if they net a billion, two, whatever, $10 billion in profit from shorting a stock, they don't have to pay any of that. I'm mind blown right now. Yeah. That's unbe- None of that goes to the government. That's unbelievable. And then they use that and then reshort another stock and then another one. So that's why, that's why they make people so have caught on with Wall Street Bets. They, they, they saw what they've been doing. They did it to Twice R Us. They did it to Blockbuster, um, you know, chains that we grew up with. The, those were publicly traded? They were, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Because I was going to say, Blockbuster was the shit. Yeah. I love fucking Blockbuster. Toys R Us, I, 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 I didn't give a fuck about it, but I knew that. Well, I mean, I mean, you definitely went there as a kid, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm saying, like, for us, we went to GameStop and AMC way more than those, those stores. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and for a lot of people, a lot of us can relate. You know, that, that, we went there, you know, almost every month on the weekend. Yeah. Some more than others. And, and, and what's crazy is that I, I still think... I still think that, that, you know, even long term, that movie theaters are still going to be relevant because, like, you know, I don't get me wrong. I don't mind what HBO is doing, you know, releasing the movies for, like, for like temporarily, like, you know, for, like, a month or whatever. Right. But it's, like, that defeats the purpose of, You don't get the you know, experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's and, and, the same. And that's why people love going out to, like, fine dining restaurants because they right. want that experience. They want the live music. They want the waiter presenting the fucking show. Same way with 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 um, movie theaters, like it's yeah. they give you that experience. You get the popcorn, like especially the get, premieres. Like you know, it's the first day the movie's out. Don't you want to be in, you know, on the big screen? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like that. That's why uh, I I I nonstop watch Entourage. I fucking love that and show. I, like the uh, I was going to mention this um, with the whole Wall Street bets thing. Like when this thing whole pl- you know plays out, they're making a movie about it. Obviously, I don't know if you heard. You, I did you not know, know yeah, that. They're so. They're gonna premiere it at AMC. So how? Oh, how that's perfect. That's that awesome. So like when that comes out, I've been, I was talking to my brother about this. He's like, he's like, gonna be first in line. I'm like, I know. Yeah, dude, so that'd think, be crazy. I think, I think the next year they're gonna make this movie. You know, uh, it won't just be based off what happened in January. It's gonna be based off what's about to happen. Years, now. yeah. So yeah. It, it, it basically it's just like a big documentary. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like so, the Last so, Dance, how it has like yes, you know, ten yes, different parts. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be you know it's gonna be like a movie a movie that I you know we. Like I, I don't know. That we live in. Like, yeah, exactly. So like it's you could relate to it because you you were involved in it. You know, not every movie you could say that. No, exactly, exactly. So, um, so I mean, like, how did you? Uh, all right. So then, like, after you, kind of, anything is like you know, 
when you kind of like you know skip those classes, whatever. Like to me, like you know, you're you are taking yourself more value at that time when you were missing those classes than when you actually learned. Because because right. in, in school, like I, like how, how you asked me, like did you learn the bare minimum? Yeah, I did because they didn't give me the full information. Yeah. I mean, the classes that I I knew I were going to be beneficial to to what I wanted to do. So I, I knew I, once I got to college, I wanted to trade the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so the, the investing classes I never, the financial markets I never skipped, um, the wealth management courses I never skipped. Yeah, but but you know the, you know your classes the, the that, that you can coding, like yeah. you know miss and bullshit. Right, right. Those yeah. are the ones I missed. Yeah. So no, I get that. I mean, I didn't do this every day, but the days that the market was that was, was good. Right. Yeah. I saw something that I knew I, I I couldn't avoid. It was weird because there be there be a lot of Fridays, like you mentioned, like like Mondays and Thursdays, and and sometimes Fridays. There'll be a lot of Fridays where I would see it like end the week, like in green. I'm like, all right, Friday's a good day, yeah. you know. And, and there'll be futures and, going into Monday. Yeah, yeah you know. And, and thing is, it's like I will always get. Um, reports from Yahoo Finance saying like you know futures like you know were, are down for like Monday. I'm thinking to myself I'm like all right, fuck like like what what does Monday go look yeah. like? So that's why like now I I I, I mean the, there's a honest, day, future is like direct the market, but it's always the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So from from 8:30 here to 8:45 9 o'clock, like that directs pretty much the rest of the day. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's funny to say because I I I do notice that from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always how, how it opens and how it closes. That's the only thing you really got to pay attention. And, to. And, and it's like I don't even get those notifications anymore. So I have to um, do that again because then they'll that will tell me exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, because now because cause now like every time I go on Robinhood, I go in blind because I don't know what's going on. And every time I see it going down, I'm like, oh, well, this fucking sucks. Yeah. You know? Because I, I I used to check. I mean, I check it. I don't check it every day. I check it like you know every like I check it pretty often, but not like like every day, you know. Um, but but the reason why that like I'm I'm starting to go towards more every day because like because I I'm looking for those you know fire sales, but I know that it's it's but it's coming. I'll tell it, you it, it it's coming, but the I, same. But the I same. think in the next two three months. Yeah, no, as we were um, mentioning, but it's like because I'm also anticipating like they're they're trying to bring in this whole new system. So I don't know if they're they're purposely just trying to crash the dollar so they could you know bring it in. Um, and just kind of like restart, like right. so I, I don't know. That's like that's that's the whole thing. I think that COVID was was designed for. So what? COVID, I think, was the distraction to to bring in this whole new system because they know the dollar is not sustainable for more than a couple more years. So, what's best case scenario and what's worst case scenario for for the dollar or for what for, for the future for the future? Well, obviously, we already know the dollar is not sustainable. So, I, I do think we need like a. Um, you know, a, a digital currency. But the problem with that is they, they gives the government too much control and power over us. Yeah. So if they have access to shut down our account, to just withdraw any amount of money they want that, you know, we think we should be taxed on, they can. And, oh, that's and we'll, we have no control over it. So that's, there's pros and cons to this, man. And to be honest, I think there's more cons than pros. Yeah. You well, gotta, you gotta, I mean, you gotta, there's, well, just There's like both you, ways to look at it. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I mean, I mean, just like I, I used to, you know, they both, got too much control. Right? Yeah, no, the, the, exactly. Tell, tell me that you know I can't go to a fucking restaurant right. because and I it's think not, they want to like uh, with this vi- though, like I don't know if you heard about the the, the so, vaccine passports is that, that is, and then is the, the social credit score. So, what do you mean social credit score? So they'll give you like a their end game is to put everyone on and they want to chip everybody and they want to give us these uh, like digital passports um, where we get chipped. And it's everything's linked to us, you know, our, our IDs, our bank accounts. Oh, everything. that's wow. That's what that's their end goal. Yeah, it's called ID twenty twenty. What was what was that movie 
where uh, you have like a dollar amount on your wrist. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then like as soon as you hit zero, you're, you're dead. You're dead, yeah. Um, that's that is good. That's such a that's force. That's going to later. But yeah, so that that's their end goal here is they want everyone to be chipped and to you know have this uh, digital identification. And what they'll do is they're going to give everyone a social credit score. So based on how you behave in society, if you if you don't have any felonies, aren't you know aren't um, you know don't have any uh, outstanding debts, whatever you don't you don't talk shit on social media. Like they're going to give you this social credit score. And it's going to pretty much limit your spending. So basically, so, so so basically, if we're sucking their dicks, then we're good. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's so if the, the the more you go against what you know they want in society, the lower they'll they'll give like the lower credit score they'll give you. So you'll be pretty much restricted in, in, in any way you can think of. See, that, that's right, because I, I, I thought the whole point of America was to be free. Because right. in other countries, they don't have the same freedom exactly. that we do. So and if they put so, us on this, it's over. Yeah, but... Freedom's completely wiped away. So why shift it over there? That's the thing. I don't get that. That's what's fucked up. Everyone's just so... Everyone's been so accustomed to trusting the government, you know, from this whole past year. And now if they try to implement this, what are people going to do? They're, They're going to trust them again. For me, I was seeing the exact opposite. I was right. seeing it was going to be like I, a riot. I, I don't understand after this whole year how people are still watching the news. Like I, I, don't I, get that. I never watched. I, I remember when first, when COVID first happened. Like I just like we we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So like within right. within that two week period, Everyone everybody, was on the news, right? everybody, yeah. yeah. But it's like. After like maybe like like a month, yeah, that, like April that, May, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when I knew I was like, all right, I'm like, you know, I'm done watching this bullshit because yeah. it's it's just fear. It's exactly, fear that's porn. all they do because fear fear leads to control. Yeah, that's, dude, that's what it's they want. like yeah. that's why for me, like in 2020, like I was still able to like travel, you know, regardless of what the fucking restrictions were. The, and, and you know what? It, it's like you, you like I tell people, it's like you just gotta make the most of it. Yeah, but you now know? people are finally starting to like ease up and you know not wearing masks all the time, and it's. I I don't think we're gonna be this uh, like return to normalcy because I think I think there are a whole new waves about to hit us. I'll tell you one thing though. When I went to Vegas last weekend, um, when they came out with that new uh, mandate where it's like if you're fully vaccinated, like you don't have to wear a mask. Oh yeah, yeah. The entire strip of Vegas was maskless. Oh really? It was crazy. Dude, it felt. See, that, I think I'm about that, to go to Arizona. I think it's gonna be like that too, kind of. No, yeah, it, bro. My gym over here, same thing. If you're vaccinated, you don't got you don't got wear a mask. Yeah, but he's, you know that's so contradicting because you want to wipe because they can't. From what I hear, they can't ask you if you if you had it or not. Right, they can't. Yeah. So it's like can. you know. Well, then you got people making fake ones too, like the whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and things. It's like especially if this whole vac- vaccine passport comes out, there's gonna be so much fucking fraud on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, because because every well, that's why they they every, that's why they want the end goal is the chip. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I. See, and things like with this whole real ID bullshit too, where you have to have like the oh like, the, the star on your ID? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. W- why it's a, and my ID is just as good as a fucking real ID. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's fake. It's, just, it's more money that they they, they get exactly. You get what is it thirty bucks to get your a new ID? Is, is it? I don't know. It's like twenty five or thirty bucks. Well, I mean, the, the 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 same. I was pissed off when fucking Pritzker decided to do a fucking fifty percent increase on the on the license plate stickers. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. like you know that was bullshit too. And so when, it was at one fifty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before, it, it was like a hundred and like hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, like hundred like three. I think it was like after all the bullshit, but still. Like th- that's that's what I'm saying, and, and then, yeah, that just shows you that the state's you know broke. You know, you 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 know what's crazy too. I thought that there was a certain uh, year limit on cars to where you don't have to take a emissions test, 
My my car's a 2017. I had to take mine last year. Yeah, every four years after. So say you buy a new car, four years later you gotta take it. And oh, then, okay. And then I, every two years after that. See, I thought it was just a um, like there was a certain like a certain year. So so it's like because my first car was a 2005. It was a piece of shit. Yeah. So every year I had to get it. Oh really? Yeah, every year, and, which was weird. So because every year I had to get the sticker, they made me take the mission because it was it was an old, uh, an old car. Yeah. So I thought maybe if I had like like a you know a brand new car, you know 2017 or up, I'm like, oh, I'm good, man. Yeah, after I, the four I, years they hit you, yeah, that's, you gotta go test, yeah. I mean, usually you know that's a pass, so it's like, <laughs> it's no. Wait, hold on, no. The fact that you say four years, I have to disagree because I got the car in 2018. And I took and I and I took my emissions test. 20, 20, uh, 2020. When did you take it? Last year, twenty twenty. What? what 20, 2018 is when I had it. So how was the car then? It's about three, four year, four years old. With every four years. No, yeah. but yeah, but I took it last year. It wasn't four years yet. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe it was, maybe yeah, it was two years after I got, I got the car. Is that, so how what year is the car? Twenty seventeen. It's a twenty seventeen by a guy in twenty eighteen. Interesting. No, I know because when I, I I bought my car in twenty fourteen. And you and then you I get didn't take it till twenty eighteen. That's yeah. and then I just took it again last year. I think I think I'm just personally get, getting fucked. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, Maybe. I, I can't stand government, man. It's just well, I, I mean, there's there's good things and there's of course bad things, but yeah. I mean, I, I um I'm telling you, I, I think we got to go away to a whole new system. Because I think the government is too big, has way too much control and power over us. See, before pre-COVID, there was a, a, a somewhat of a balance. And when I say somewhat, I'm taking that with like a grain of salt. Now there's zero fucking balance. Right, exactly. Yep. You know, like you, you, they just poured out the, the last of it. So I, I don't know. But um, so when you did everything, you know, in, in terms of like, like even now, right. So like, so it's like, how, how's your routine go? Like you, cause you said like, there's times where you, you stop at like 11 o'clock and then like people like come back like after hours. So it's like, is there a point where just like the average day trade just stops trading? Like, so everyone's it, different. Um, some, some prefer to trade just pre-market. Some just do, um, you know, eight thirty to 11 or, or noon. Um, but usually there's always that one hour of like, they call it like the lunch period and you know, I'm all three. Yeah. Yeah, it's like usually 11 to like about 1230. And then it picks up after that, where you just get a reduced volume. So I mean, every every chart, every stock's the same way. Mm -hmm. Usually for like an hour, hour and a half period, the volume and volatility of the stock will get reduced by like 50 or, you know, 40 or 50%. I see. And it's like every stock, um, because you get that Wall Street lunch period. And a lot of people tend to not trade during those hours. Um, So most so for some days, I'll trade from, you know, market open until close. And then some days I'll just do market open. And then I'll come back around one thirty or two o'clock right before market closes because they call that 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 final hour power hour. Okay. And, uh, and that's where everyone usually either enters a trade or gets out of it. And it's usually okay. yeah, right right then and there. Um. So so then uh, so, so then so then like give me like an average day then. So like you wake up at at, at, at like, well. You, so some it's it, it's different. It depends on the day. So like usually, okay. So like Mondays. Give I me a Monday. Up, yeah. yeah. So Mondays I always get up earlier. I start the day at um. At three thirty in the morning, I'll get up, start trading around four, four, four thirty, and, and then I'll just I pre market and I'll see what I you know what I'll be trading for the rest of the day. So so when you trade at four thirty now, that's is that because it's five thirty in New York and that's when pre market pre market starts. Well, pre market starts at four. At but four, I, I never trade that first hour. It's too volatile. I never knew that. Yeah. Because I, I thought pre-market was at Because uh, most, most, most news um, that comes out pre market doesn't get hit until about seven o'clock in New York, seven or eight. 
So you got to think that's six or seven here. Yeah. So that's why that, that first like hour and a half, say I start at 4.30, I really won't start trading until about six. Okay. Because I'm just eyeing what's moving and why it's moving. And then about six or seven, you'll get PRs coming out and you know earnings reports, whatever. Any news that a company you're looking at mm-hmm. is going to release it usually in, in pre-market or they'll do it after the, 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 the market closes that day. Okay. Um, so if they release it between, let's say, six or seven. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see that, and then by market opens at eight thirty, I'll be ready to go. So, what do you look at? Like, what, what do you look during for pre market? Like, do, you, do you just look at the futures and then? No, no, come? I, I look at, um, I look at previous price action, why it's moving. I look at the news. I look at um, what analysts are saying. I look at my Discord chats. I look at a lot of things. So, I'll, how many screens do you have? I've got three. Three, okay. Three, but I, I, I mainly use two of them, and then I also got my laptop. Okay, so I'll take me up to four. Yeah. Okay, so then, so then what's so then? So I've, got, it, I've got my chart. I've got I've got a news panel. I've got my Discord chat, and then I've got um, and then I've got like my, my Twitter, and then I also use StockTwits a lot. Oh, oh yeah. So, okay. I don't know if you know what StockTwits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a it's like a Twitter app for for trading. Yeah. Um, where you just get nonstop updates about what people are talking, you know, talking about the stock. Yeah. Or stocks, okay. whatever. Yeah. And, and so, well, technically, you have five screens because of your phone too. Yeah, my phone. Yeah, phone big time. So trading now. Um, is I think I think traders I'd say about fifty percent use their phones only. Yeah, half of them are just don't even look. They, I mean, they'll have their um their platform set up and then they'll be looking at their charting and everything and indicators. But a lot of them prefer to trade on their phone because it's just like it's just easy. It's either you just that's um, it. Either do you scan your face or they, they have the, the face one. They got the code. Dude, they got even, the they got the um, the. The, the fingerprint yeah see that's what i got i still got the fingerprint yeah the fingerprint that's yeah, fine yeah. that the, the fingerprint is one thing the face no way i no can't way. do it <laughs> they, they made a thing where um if you have your mask on they'll know it's you with the mask on yeah you gotta be kidding i'm not joking my buddy was telling me about that so it just looks at your eyes and it can tell yeah and, no and it knows way. yeah that's how fucked up it is that's, that's, that's what i'm saying like that that's why i i i you know because this is the uh a plus so I got the same one. Yeah, yeah I I won't I won't go any higher than that. I, honestly, I, I love my phone. Yeah, it, it, it's per, it's I perfect. I don't need it. No, there's no, no point. I mean, I I, I had the ten for work, which is fine because there. It, I'll, I'll see. That's actually the one thing I like about the ten is that you don't have to sell face. You could just swipe up, swipe or, up or, yeah. or or do but a pass. The new ones, it's all face, right? I think so, yeah. but I, I mean, you could have a pass. I mean, I think they, I think they give you the option, but everyone just attach. That's what I don't like about people. They attach themselves to like this new materialistic of technology. It like it, it like like us, you know, we're we're smart. Like we know, like it's, it's just simple stuff. Right. It, it, like even if it takes like an extra second, it's gonna save us a lot more risk. And that's what people don't understand. Exactly. You know, and and, and that's why for me, it's like, and, and that, like, the, like even though like like you say how my phone's fucking cracked, it still works. It still works. You know, man. people, it's like, oh, my phone's cracked. I I I, 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 I gotta get a new phone. It's like, what? yeah, mine's cracked too. Let, Let me see. see. See up top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when was it? That I went to a Black Friday shopping and it slipped out my pocket yeah, and it just. I fell. probably won't get one unless my my camera can't take pictures. Then I'll get a new one. Yeah, for if, for for me, I won't get it unless. If if I can't like hear any volume okay. or like yeah. like uh, until the phone completely just cannot function, right, right, yeah. that's when I do it, and that's the smart that's the smart way, way of do doing it. it. Yeah, because well, my, my, like a lot of people have like the upgrade policy on their on their contracts. Yeah, and that's why they'll do it. It's like every year, every two years. Yeah, like, I, I, I think my aunt does it. But see, I I know I'm due for an upgrade, but I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, if I tell him, just give me a new iPhone 8. That's it. <laughs> That's it, dude. Um, yeah, I lo- honestly, I love the 8. This thing's perfect for me. Is, but see, the camera's good, too. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. And, and thing is, um, the, the one thing that I don't like is that, because, I mean, th- th- this is just, I guess, a track record from Apple, but it's like slowly as they come with new phones, then they, they diminish their old products. Yeah. Why I is know that? with the updates. I stopped updating my phone. Yeah, but. It, it, I think it, it, uh, it drags down your battery life. Yeah, but see, that's weird. But like, like, is that is that just like, you know, like like part of their their plan, or or is that like like an actual reason, like why, you know, like like the chip processor can't handle the function of the update? I, I think the updates is it, it's like the the bytes and shit, or you know, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're programmed to to reduce our our phone's capacity. So it, it, I think they it also uh, increase or pretty much um, diminishes your storage too. So with each update, um, and and if your storage gets maxed out and you can't increase it, then then that's where it's uh, it you sucks delete a bunch out. of yeah. you know, a bunch of things, or you get a new phone. You know that that's crazy is that like even memory now is just like not not the same like because yeah. like, I pay the extra dollar a month. I do too. I do too. And I'm already maxed. Yeah. Oh, you are. I'm maxed. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I like iCloud's just all fucked up. So you got a lot of pictures then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean that's I mean that's what yeah, it is. But, but be. before people would just take a picture on a camera. And then take out their SD card, go to fucking Walgreens, and then yeah. put it in the full full album. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll use a photo album, you know. Like, I, but it's I, crazy because like you don't have to do that anymore. You no, just, everything's in the cloud. Exactly. Yeah. And things like like here with this MacBook I've had for five years. It just like I I almost maxed out my space already. Really? Yeah. This is that, that's what I'm saying. Like 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 before, if you had a 16 gigabyte phone, you had a lot of space. Right. If you had 64, now, what do you have you, now? This is a 64, 64 yeah. I think it is, or, or a 32. It's either a 32 or a 64. I got the 32. I'm gonna, let me take a look. I think it's a, it's a, no, it's a 64. And I got about 2.89 gigabytes left. Uh-oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, now they have a 264. Like, yeah. you know, like 64 was the max at the time. And that's when you knew, like, okay, like, you know, yeah, you're, you're the big shit that paid an extra fucking 300 hours for a fucking 64 gigabyte. Yeah. Now 64 gigabyte, it's like, it's nothing. It's nothing, yeah. That's, I mean, that's like that's six apps. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I understand. Like, with the, with, with the PS5, um, I got the uh, um, non-disc version. Mm-hmm. Bro, I ran out of memory after downloading, like, like uh like nine Does that games. Does make any sense to you? No. Like, how is that even possible? That's what I'm saying. Like you get a brand new system and it's already full on four games. Yeah, yeah. that's what I don't get. I don't get you want, because there's so many fucking updates. Yeah. That's they that's, want you paying the top price, you know, for whatever. Everything. And, and uh, I mean, I don't even play video games to be honest with you. I, I honestly, I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used I, to play. I, last time I really played was like two years ago or three years ago when they, when Fortnite was out. Yeah, and, and well, the thing is, at the time, I I sold my PS4. Um, like, you know, a long time it's been, and I had like a year and a half gap. Mm-hmm. And after, when I heard about the PS5 coming out, I was like, all right, you know what? Uh, fuck it. I'll get it again, you know? And then after that, like, I, I only played for like two months. I'm like, you know what? Like, like I don't need to play. Yeah, I mean, games, you know? we, we honestly, we grew up with the best games. We did. Yeah, we, did. we did. I miss, I miss the GameCube. I missed the, the PS, PS2. Did you have the, PS, uh, P, the PSP? Yes, the man. Dude, dude, that was the best when, yeah. when, when you couldn't play it on the, on the PS2. And the DS. Yeah, yes, yeah. dude. You just take it out there. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, I, but GameCube is still my favorite because I loved all the Mario games. That was the best, dude. The best. Like, like now kids, all they got is like iPads. 
iPads. Oh, it's so, terrible. Like, a lot of them have iPhones too. It's we, didn't, we didn't have that. No, it's terrible. Like, it, we had we had just that that product. You know, the I, DS I, or the, the the Nintendo was it the yeah the DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, the thing is, too, is that you would go over to a friend's house. To play fucking video games, like especially when you had the old right. original fat fat Xbox. Yeah, yeah. You ever heard? Uh, uh, I forgot what was the game. I think it was like People Frenzy or something like that, where it was like a multiplayer game. But basically, it, there was a lot of multiplayer games back then where you were forced to leave your house and chill with your buddies and right. fuck around. Now it's not like that. You could stay home and play with them online. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it, the the whole shift of everything changed, you know yeah. authenticity is is such a decline di- like diminishing value of it that it's annoying like that that's why I'm fifty percent old fashioned because I'm you know I'm I'm I I need that authenticity yeah. that's why for me it's like you know I don't I don't go out to any local place around here because I know it's gonna be the same shit all the time yeah. now the, the only time I ever go out that you know from what I'm seeing is that if if I go to the city. I don't. I don't care about spending like a hundred dollars because I know I'm gonna have a good time because it's authentic. There's right. more people. There, that's where there's life. Everyone that's everyone that, I, that I've I've done locally, it's the same, same bullshit yeah. every time. And I'm spending like twenty, thirty bucks every time I go out. It's not worth it. I rather You'd rather pay that extra extra couple dollars. Yeah, and but 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 I also rather would do this on on a, on a on a on fucking a Friday, Friday night, yeah. you, you know, or Saturday because <laughs> yeah. you know so. That's why, like you know, that's why I love coming to a restaurant, you know, and you know, bullshit with you guys and learning. It's like that's how it was back then too. It's it's like people didn't really, you know, do a lot of shit. Besides, you know, if you had money, then you would have your own table at the club, exactly. You know, and like get the full service. But back then, you know, people just bullshit. That's how that's how it should be. Live music, good food, you know, just yeah. It's it's. Uh, it's mind blowing, man. How it, how it's not like that anymore. It's like the you know, and the thing is, it's like I don't like when people try to get an experience. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm I, I'm guilty of it sometimes, but when people go to a place that they see on social media and then they take a picture saying, "Oh, hey, I'm here," you know, <laughs> you hate that. I, I hate it, but there's times where we're, we're like, I do it because you, the thing is, it's like social media is. It's becoming the new form of communication. It's it's consuming everyone's lives. It's terrible, dude. It's I know, te- honestly, I know a lot of people that are taking taking a step away from it. They're, they're it helps. They're deleting their apps. I got like a couple people I know from college are doing it, and I, <laughs> I just talked to the other, one of them the other day, and I'm like, you know, are you happy you did? He's like, absolutely. He's like, he's like, I'm not, I'm not so, you know, attached, so attached, and so like worrying about other people's other people. shit. Exactly. You know, exactly. my buddy, he, all he has is Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Facebook was the original, you know, it was the, yeah, place. The first one to go, yeah. And, yeah. and and for me, it's like I will I will always keep Facebook because that's where everybody, you know, even like like I just add you, you, you know your mom to that on Facebook. Like I like if if I if I somehow can't reach out to her, like you know via like text message or whatever, I know that Facebook is Facebook, right there because right. you know everyone uses Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'll never get you know I'll never get rid of. And then Instagram because. You know, there's there's people like you know our generation, but there's also I feel like a lot of information that is being put on Instagram. But the one thing that I don't like about Instagram is that it's all um, analytical. So to where like like you know like personally like to me, so it's like I see a lot of like don't get me wrong, I love baseball. So like like I see like a shit ton of baseball highlights, but like but I also see like a lot of like you know learning like you know like entrepreneurial like stuff too. So I like that, but I, I but I want to have a mix of everything, not just to what. 
I always keep liking, you know, and but that's what it's more shifting to. So that's why, like, when I see a stories, like, you know, you're like, like I always keep on clicking your story because I know if I'm quick on it, then it's gonna be like towards the end of the line, and, and, and then I don't, I don't want to have to search for it. That's why Instagram is making it convenient for users to just click on when they what, what they first see every time because it's just easier for them. I just, I, yeah, you just pointed that out to me. Yeah, you're right. So the ones you always click on always come up first. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So that's that, that's yeah. why I I like and don't like Instagram. You know, that's it. It's it, it prioritizes what you're most likely gonna click on. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I just noticed that too. You know. So and 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 with Twitter, the only reason why I have Twitter now because I deleted Twitter at one point. But then the reason why, like, like, like Twitter has like that leftover information that they, it's, it's too, it's too censored. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but Twitter has like, you know, little bits of information to where like, 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 for example, right. Like how Elon, like he, he wouldn't post yeah. that shit on Instagram. You would, Wait, it was only on Twitter. I, I, I love and hate Twitter. The one, the one reason I hate it is because they, their algorithms decide their, their trending topics. Yep. So something could literally be the most talked about tw- you know, thing on Twitter and they won't put it at number one because they don't want it to. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they only put what's trending based on what what they they see fit. You know what they want to push out. What they want exactly. people to talk about. Like the, you, like the number one. You know the. Let's it's say a like, socialist type of thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the that's my main problem with Twitter. Yeah. So so now like even um, though I use it a lot, I do you know I get some information on there. Well, I don't yeah, get but, everything but, but on so there. you know like you're looking for the right information. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like for people who are just bullshitting and browsing. That's what that's what it's all suited yeah. for. So that that's what I'm saying. It's just, that's where the seventy and thirty comes in. We're that thirty percent. Exactly. You know. So and and like Snapchat, the only, like the, the reason why I I I, I do a Snapchat for like about a month and it felt and it felt great. And then the only reason why I got back on because. You know, my buddy's like, you know, that's where all all, all the girls go on Snapchat, and, and they just talk on there. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what's? I'm like, I'm used to getting, you know, people's phone numbers and then texting from there. And the, and and my buddy's like, nah, it's more easier for him to do on Snapchat. I'm like, all right, so then what the fuck am I supposed to do? Exactly. Do you uh, do you think you see like a new app coming that's gonna overtake them anytime soon? Because I mean, they've been they've like been, Snapchat. You're saying like like, in, like the main the main ones. You got Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like they've been dominating for the last five years. Plus. I mean, well, see, it, you know what's crazy is that like fucking you know TikTok is, is like well TikTok too. Yeah, you know, yeah, is yeah. is there? Yeah, so well. it's like, I mean, whoever whoever creates this next app that kind of like formulates everything. I mean, because because basically every app is is, is just a copy. I mean, I, is there? Um, I mean, I don't know about TikTok. Like, does TikTok does TikTok have stories? I think they do now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like every app ha- just copies each other. Right. You know, and, and that's the one. That's the one thing I don't like about these apps either. So it's like what you see on Instagram, you see on Snapchat, and you see on Facebook. You're repeating the same thing that you're seeing. That's why. That's why I don't you're like so right. it. That's why I don't like social <laughs> yeah. media. It's terrible. It's all. It's. I mean, but I like it. There's. There's like. There's pros and cons. To there is pros and cons, app. but I just do, like it because you can. You can, you know, decide what what you want, what, what you, what you want to post, see. what you want to see, um, what you know, what you can. You can start a topic by what what you post. Yeah, and get people talking about it. like basically you you decide like you know. Well, not everyone's going to see what you post, but yeah. you get to decide because you got followers. You know, on yeah. Page. I use people, I use Reddit a lot. Like oh now. you do yeah I like I, I mean I, do, I I honestly I started this year because of you know Walter yeah Reds. yeah but uh, my buddy before I never used it yeah no my buddy said that you learn a lot more shit on Red than you do on any other oh, social media that, yeah. platform like it's because people are just more honest and it's like it's more discreet like like there's no real names given out exactly. that's why I like that 
because you know th- there's information that like you know if if, if I'm if yeah, I Billy Bob Joe yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you know talking about like whatever but like if now if someone were to see me saying hey you know don't get the vaccine because of this is and that but it's my name then people are like oh yeah fuck that guy like the, the people who you know who, who don't support that topic right. but if they, they don't know your name they don't exactly it, yeah. exactly that's why there, there, there's more like not like you know, there's just more like authenticity within that that conversation. Obviously, you know, you got your bullshit fucking fake accounts that can be made, but that that that's everywhere. That's everywhere. I hate I hate the one. You, you, sure, you, people people are gonna obviously say things differently when nobody knows their name. Yeah, yeah. or their face. Yeah, yeah and these it's like I I I always keep getting these fucking followers on Instagram where it's like, hey man, I'm so good at fucking forex, man. You should just like invest your money with me. I'm like, dude, I fu- I hate those fucking pages all the time. Really? All, yeah, all the time. They keep on following me. They say, they say, hey, man, you know, check out my page. You know, I invest in Forex and this, this, and that. I've been doing it for years. If you want to invest your money with me, go ahead. I'm like, bro, I just block them. I'm like, all right, thanks, man. But, so you get that all the time? All the time. It's it, it's it's annoying. It's like it's like I always get like... Or do you like a lot of Forex stuff? No, I don't. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm so, saying. It's how do like, they find I, you? I get the weirdest fucking things, man. <laughs> that's funny. That's why, like, for me, like, I'm, that's why I'm trying to completely, like, I, I want to, like, you know, maybe like like how you how you. So would you, you ever know, go like on your a phone. week or two not using any of them? I would like I would like to. You want to try it out. I would like to try it out because I mean with Snapchat, I mean like like I said, there was no purpose of me using Snapchat because just from that you know girl aspect. If it wasn't like for me now, it's like you know I I don't need to. You go to a bar. That's it. You go to a bar. You go to a movie theater. You go to a restaurant. That's where you find everything. But now everyone wants to, you know, hide hide in the fucking igloo and then wait to be approved for you to, to go in and, and meet up. It's like fuck that. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. And Good then and and after that, then then what, I know that like what desperate people do is like they stay and then they look at people's stores to see where they are and they're like, okay, yeah, hey guys, let's go over there now because everyone's over there. No, that's not. Don't don't be that fucking guy. Just go wherever you want to go. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about everybody else? Everyone, dude? everyone has their own use for it. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. It's like because I remember <laughs> I remember when when, when Sebastian said like the moment the internet was created, the people from the basement all sort of community and then <laughs> and then they all met up somewhere and you're then right. they all just fucking create their own communities like yeah, it's a bigger basement <laughs> oh dude it's so it's so fucked up man but you know it's uh oh man i learned a lot i think i learned a lot i think let's say like um let's say this the short squeeze hits this summer i'm gonna take probably a month off because i know i'm not gonna be trading because i'm gonna wait for the markets to cool down yeah and i think if i'm not trading i don't need to be on my page so i'm gonna take probably that that time to cleanse you know social media for a little bit no so that's I'm a probably, good idea I think, I think at some point this summer for like a two to four week period, I won't be on anything. Because so so then, last question is then then when that June second does hit, what's what's that kind of like you know period to where then the you would say a cool off or kind of like so I think the so I think the the whole process is going to take for them to rebuy all the shares and balance the books. I think it's going to take anywhere from four to six weeks. I think it's going to be more than a month. Oh wow! I think it's going to take a long time. Well, we're going to so find what, out by yeah. June how many they got to deal with. If it's over two billion, that's going to take weeks. They can't do it. Yeah. In in a couple of days, there's no way. And that and, so, and and then once the process is finished, that's where that cool down is. Yeah. It, yeah. So is once suitable. it's finished, I think you're going to see the market crash during that period too. Um, you're going to see extreme volatility because everyone's going to be liquidating their portfolios, especially these hedge funds because they they need to you know build up their capital. Um, so I I think between. I hate giving dates because it's yeah because you, you there, there is no there's no exact. So I'm just giving my my what I might you know I'm predicting yeah. Um, I think it could be anywhere from if it takes a month after that June, 
probably the week after July 4th. Yep. Probably when the market resumes trading. Um, either between then and like mid-August. Anytime then that, that cool-off period could hit. Okay. So I think probably around August, I think, is when, when you're really, really going to see um, like all-time lows. Fire sales. Yeah, fire sales. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to say all-time lows, like year lows. Yeah. Yeah, year lows. yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, the, you, I, you we, see, we, we've seen all-time lows last year in March. Yeah. So that was... I mean, I, the, the most recent big um, company to get liquidated uh, was Viacom. I put it I'm, on, I'm not sure who. I'm so not. Viacom got liquidated because a, a hedge fund out of, I think, a South Korea. Um, that's like a $30 billion um, asset under management fund got liquidated. And I think a fourth of their portfolio was in Viacom. So the stock went from over $100 to like 50 in a day. So if you had a Wow, that's so wild. People, investors literally lost over 50% of their portfolio in one day. And I think if you're looking at it right now. I think it's trading at like forty-two dollars. What's the uh, t- ticker symbol? I think it's VIAC. V. Let me see. Let's take a look. But it all started because that hedge fund got margin called from from short selling. Yeah, yeah, it's at forty-two dollars. But yeah. So well, look at that. Twenty twenty was at twenty-three dollars, and then after that, at one point, it was at ninety-one dollars. Look, look at that drop. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I just I just pulled that. it up. Look at that. So is mar- that, look at it. Was that a dollar? And then they got margin called. That week after the quadruple witching, remember? Yeah, that's right. Because I was gonna say, look at that. March twenty second was at one hundred dollars and thirty four cents. Because all those, and then at other- that, mar- and after that, right, uh, we go all the way towards March twenty ninth, forty five dollars and a penny. Yeah. That is crazy. So imagine people that bought up here in the eighties, nineties, hundred dollars a share. Now the stock's trading at forty. So you, you lost over fifty, well over fifty percent. That's you- that is unbelievable. So that's 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 the problem with what these hedge funds have done. Is if they all get margin called simultaneously, which they all can, all you're gonna see that go across every blue chip. See, yeah, yeah. So now, but that's just with blue chips. But what about like like other like type of like uh, individual I think, securities? I think the most risky securities that you would expect are actually gonna be your hedge against this. For the blue chips. For the blue chips, yeah. Yeah, because because, because you're not gonna see heavily shorted securities get liquidated because you're not going to see big position sizes from hedge funds in those. Would you consider Costco a blue chip? Yep. Really? So wow. Anything, anything with over, let's say five, a billion in market cap is going to get, no, not a billion. Let's say 5 billion is going to get liquidated pretty hard. Wow. Cause I, cause I, cause I was going to say, cause I know that Costco is one of those businesses that are staying forever. Yeah. So I think, I think you're going to see like Amazon get taken hard hit. You're going to see, um, Netflix, you yep. see Apple, Apple Google, Google, Facebook, yeah, yeah, all those guys. Okay, okay. So, Tesla, Tesla's another one. Really, you, yeah. damn dude. Also, you got Michael Barry, you know Michael Barry, who who predicted the OA crash. Yeah, he was the guy in the big short. He also has like a three hundred fifty million dollars short position. I think it's more than that. I think it's five hundred on uh, on Tesla. Really? So, so the guy that predicted the housing market crash in 08 is betting against Tesla right now. That's fucked. So that's why people are saying Tesla can go back to the 200s, oh, especially after these hedge funds are about to liquidate. I, I, I would not like that because I, I do have in, positions in, in Tesla. Oh, you do? Yeah. I do. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, the thing is, I got, you, I got Tesla at the split. Oh, so, you did? Yeah. Because, dude, when it was at 2,200 a share, I was like, dude, that's fucking outrageous. Yeah. You know, that's. I mean, they, they needed that because it. I mean, I mean, obviously, it diluted the stock because you're you're doubling the share, or mm-hmm. you know, they, they quadrupled the share count, right? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Is it four, four five. Five to one. It's five. five. Oh, yeah, it, it, it was five to one because I know Apple was four to one, four to one. recently. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. that's what I got. I yeah, had four, four to one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had I had four shares of Apple at the time, so that's why now I you know I got I, I got sixteen. So yeah, so you got Tesla right now at five eighty. Yep. And Michael, I got, Michael Berry's been shorting it since it was uh, I think I think uh, seven or eight hundred. So he's before the split. Yeah, so he's already made millions just on the short short uh, position alone. So I think. Well, well, well wait though, because you're saying that he had it at 780. Yeah. So right. He, so, he started shorting it a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. But yeah, because because I was gonna say he didn't short when it was at you know 2200. No, no, no. Before the split. This, yeah, you're this, saying this recently. Recent, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the only yeah. reason I think he's shorting it is because he knows that hedge funds got to liquidate their positions, and a lot of these hedge funds that got to liquidate have stock in Tesla. So if they I all got to sell off. His, his short position is going to go up. Yeah. And then when he rebuys, he's got to buy back all those shares. He's going to buy it at a, at a super low price. Yeah. The stock's going to skyrocket. And then, skyrocket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically what we're seeing is like a uh, roller coaster about to go down steep hill and yeah. then go right back up. Yep. I like, okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Well, I, see, and these are like, like the, see, this is why I love learning. So I appreciate you teaching me all this. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 definitely, you, you know, I'm definitely gonna learn more after you know, yeah, after I mean, we, we wrap this up. Yeah, plays a huge role in everyone's lives. Yeah, because you know, everyone's investing these days. Yeah, and and, and things. It, it's like I tell people, you know, just kind of like, you know, ask around, but then like, you know, like like the thing is, I tell people, don't don't take people's word, like like don't take like like people's word with like you know like true like you know full. Uh, intent like take it like with, with a grain of salt, but ask where they got the resources right. from. Question everything, you yes. know, yep. and then look into the resource. That's that's the best way to do it. So, but yeah, man, let's wrap this up, dude. So I appreciate you you coming out, man. It was of course, yeah, it, it was an absolute pleasure, me. man. So thank you. All right, good night, everybody.